0: Three, two, one. A long time ago, in a galaxy far, far away, George Lucas became a hack and some people talked about it. Hey, this is Sardonicast, everybody. What do you mean? What do you mean, don't what say that? Mean? I just said it.
1: He's not a hack. Yeah, sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is Adam sure. from Your Movie Sucks. <laughs>
1: I'm Ralph from youtube.com slash Ralph the Movie Maker. This is where and the I'm fun Alex
2: begins. And I'm Alex from IHE. That's it. Just keep going. Just keep quoting. Yeah.
0: Do some more prequel <laughs> no, quotes ahead. while we're at it. Yeah, sure. Okie okay day.
2: This will be a fine addition to my collection. Okie okay day. Uh, <sighs> what's that great one?
0: Pretty Your cool. new uh, empire.
1: My Dello Felagate.
0: Yes. That's oh, God. One. Me stop <laughs> But I, I, I can't, I can't stress how painful it was to watch it with subtitles because they misspelled the words for him too. It was like they, they emphasized it's it. Before we start talking about this, we should probably mention the other couple of things we want to before we get into that. Um, 420 awards happened. They didn't get live streamed. Who could have seen this coming? <laughs> nobody nobody thought that that was a possibility that Derek Savage couldn't figure out how to live-stream an event and wouldn't properly coordinate it so that somebody else who knew how to would
2: Oh dear Oh dear is all I can say yep.
0: Yeah,
1: well Smith all won. Tweets and everything said live tonight the 420 Awards. Why did it say live? I don't if know it didn't live stream. It.
0: Yeah, I don't know why Does he you would... what, what the live, live means, live means? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's a live event it's live if you're there.
1: Yeah, it's a live event, so he put live.
0: <laughs> um, I don't know. I I uh, I think he's just going to try and sell it as a DVD. Maybe he never planned on actually live streaming it. Maybe it was just another one of his uh, promises. Will you buy it? If of you course I will, it? but I have to send it to a friend's <laughs> address because I'm pretty sure he just won't send it to me. That's what I've been doing with all the, the recent Cool Cat stuff. I'll, like, send it to a friend oh, right. that yeah. might even live in a different city that I visit every so often. And then it's like, ah, he doesn't know it's me, so. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. he, like, he like refunded me before, so.
3: Oh. Fans
1: of ours were, were there, right? At the 420 Awards? Yeah, yeah, I read some, like,
0: fan accounts.
1: Someone put a video on our Reddit, right?
2: Yeah. Looked very awkward. Did you watch it?
1: Just the very beginning. Yeah. I watched some of it. It's been a while. I saw it like last week.
0: Intro by Derek Savage. At the 420 Awards. Talking about how he made the award show because other Hollywood award shows are too political. At the (laughs) 420 awards. By Derek Savage, the man with the most inappropriately political Twitter account for a cartoon. (laughs) children's (laughs) Children or children's <laughs> brand of all time. Uh, this 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 is the man that gets way too political, complaining about how other people are up. too political. It's too brilliant. If it, it's too if, brilliant, if if he watched the Academy Awards and they were spouting the exact same shit as him, I think he'd be okay with it because he literally said in his intro, "like it's too liberal, too liberal." <laughs> he literally said the word liberal. So, I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a funny oh, guy. He's a I think he's a,
1: he's just a genius. He's just ahead of our time.
0: He's misunderstood.
1: Yeah.
2: Name exactly. one genius that ain't crazy. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Got me there. See?
0: <laughs> I guess that's it all we have to say about the twenty four 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 twenty Awards. Well, yeah, we can't watch it. so Yeah, <laughs> yeah, would yeah loved to we would have to have did. seen it. But, Will Smith you know. won. Funny. And also Emma Stone. I don't know what the other awards went to. Oh, I did didn't really mean? look it up.
2: What were the awards best? Like, well, it yeah. used to be like
0: Hottest Hunk, but then What's he changed was? the name to something else. Like just Best right. Actor, but not necessarily from a movie specific to this past year. Just like, so who just do you gave like? it to Will Smith? Yeah, and I'm pretty sure all of the awards <laughs> lined up wow. with the Twitter polls. You know how he just had all those polls on Twitter? I'm pretty sure that's how they were decided. Oh, yeah. So like you already knew the answers before showing up to the awards basically.
2: Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, you can't make this
0: up.
1: You think there would be like a list of winners on his website, but
0: Yeah. You know, but maybe you just have to really scroll through to his Twitter polls to find them. Same difference.
1: <laughs> Very professional. <sighs>
0: um <laughs> There was a uh, there was a question that we got last episode about who which which famous people have seen our videos and then somebody posted in the uh comments for the episode in our subreddit like, hey, I can't believe Adam didn't mention Charlie Kaufman. And so I'm doing that now. And I <laughs> yes, oh yeah of I didn't mention any of the uh people I've interviewed. I have an entire interview playlist yeah, on my Kenny channel. Hots. I guess I just like <laughs> compartmentalized Hots that as out. something completely different. Like yeah they all watched my videos. I mean before I even interviewed them too that's why I got these interviews. I interviewed Charlie Kaufman, <laughs> I interviewed Lloyd Kaufman, unrelated, uh Matt Johnson, unrelated to me, <laughs> and Kenny Hotz. And uh also Duke Johnson was there with Charlie Kaufman. And they all had positive things nice. to say about my videos and it was very heartwarming, especially Charlie Kaufman cuz he's yeah, like one of my idols too. So that was definitely that was definitely like a checklist off the things to do before I die, sort of thing. The bucket list, yeah. yeah. You know what's fucking crazy? That was my first oh. interview I've ever given with Charlie oh, really? Kaufman. And that's why I sound so nervous in it, too.
2: I was going to say, wait, surely you're really nervous for that.
0: Yeah, you can kind of hear it at the beginning.
1: It was a good one, though.
0: Yeah, Come on, on the show, Charlie.
1: We'll talk about Star Wars Episode Three together. Yeah.
0: <laughs> His favorite. I'm it's going to be
1: fun. <laughs> yeah. I bet he really wants to do that.
2: <laughs> and a bit of avengers endgame perhaps
1: <laughs> yeah of course you think you saw it this weekend well spoilers,
2: or
0: um, just no spoilers we can that? we can give a short blurb before we start spoilers yeah we should yeah.
1: talk yeah spoilers later yeah
0: so the uh time code or whatever the movie sold out really quickly it's already like the 18th highest grossing film of all time and it's only been like yeah, three days made a
1: billion dollars in a
3: weekend
0: yeah broke wow. records Everybody Mm. saw this coming, though. Nobody's surprised.
3: Yeah.
0: (laughs) But is it any good? Is the question. I suppose. I think.
3: Yeah.
0: I mean, it's not not Mm. any good. But.
1: Is it better than the last one?
0: No. No. Not in my opinion. Not at all.
2: Think so. Very. I don't even think the fans really do feel the same either
0: i saw a lot of responses and there's apparently a lot of people who consider it to be like their favorite movie ever unironically not trying to insult them i'm just saying these people exist
3: right
1: some people got very emotional oh yeah like people crying and i teared up a little when uh Something oh, happened. spoiler.
3: <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> I said
0: something <laughs> happened. <Okay. laughs> I, really I was trying to cut it you off really before you did about.
2: it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, mentioning spoilers is so dense with just things.
0: My 20-minute review, I get into spoiler section at the two-minute mark. So, exactly, <laughs> like, You literally yeah. can't talk about the plot. Like the, any anything even remotely considered like the initial incident or like yeah. when things start rolling, you're already spoiling it because... The way that things yeah, were yeah. set up, the from movie the is last literally spoilers film. for the
2: previous one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean Anyway, I thought it was uh average overall. I mean, not average as in like, oh I saw something I've never seen before and it's not unique or anything, but like pros versus cons, achievements versus annoyances, hmm. flaws, et cetera. I have some issues with it. Yeah. I think
1: it was it was aiming to do a lot. Like I don't see it as average I, I see it as, like, it, it kind of falls on its face sometimes. Yeah, yeah. With some of the characters, and it's a little too long, and there's a lot of bad comedy. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure we'll <laughs> get into these things. Uh-huh. Um, I that... don't like... Oh, fuck. The spoiler. So we can't talk about yeah, that. Yeah, let's... Spoiler <laughs> section,
0: everybody.
2: All right, yeah. first spoiler. Well, Alex, do you have anything
1: else to say before we go into <laughs> well, spoiler I section? I guess
2: before... I would just say, unlike Infinity War, which kind of stands alone... I think it feels more like the last episode of a TV season kind of culmination yeah. of 20, however many movies it was. Um, so in that respect, it's kind of a, a nice payoff if you've been paying attention to these movies. But yeah. yeah, then we need to get into spoilers as to the issues I have with the overall thing.
0: Spoiler section, everybody. You're going to get spoiled. You can skip You can skip this conversation. Just cl- click on the timestamp. Three, two, one, Spoilers. All right, most important spoiler: all Hulk right. dabs, Thor plays Fortnite. Ouch! Never saw that coming. <laughs> the most that epic parts bad. of the movie, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was some bad comedy in it. I didn't even mention that. Shit I really didn't review.
1: like what they did with Thor at all. Really. Yeah. I thought Thor was a bad character in this.
0: Yeah, you know, it was like kind of lame.
1: Really flat. I didn't like it at all. And like, oh, he's got a beer belly that got old after five seconds, and they kept having close-ups on it. <laughs> Just mm. everything with him was so poorly handled
0: yeah it's it, it's it didn't even look it's like a real poop. i mean like it, it looked like just a dumb fat <laughs> no. suit which is part of the problem for me yeah. is like i don't know you have so much production value going into this movie but they just decided mm-hmm. not to add any weight to his face i guess as an intentional choice because they're like oh we can't make well, thor we ugly we can make him kind of a daddy <laughs> bod but we can't make him ugly you well, know? yeah
2: they made tony stark the at the is... beginning look really skinny yeah, because um, he'd been that was like, trapped in space. Yeah, and that looked really good. Okay. So that was odd. There's a lot of like
1: de aging and aging that it, with the CGI that's really well done in this. Tommy Lee Jones, not Tommy Lee Jones. Uh, who was it? Uh, the
2: Michael guy from Madman.
1: Yeah, he was really well done, like the young version of him, and then old Captain America.
0: Yeah, he was looked cool good too. too. On uh, yeah. coming back to Thor, did you guys feel as though they kind of strategically? Avoided shooting his belly after like the halfway point in the movie when they're like things are serious again Let's let's not pay any more attention to him being fat like they gave him like bulky bulkier clothes It's like you couldn't even tell at that point if somebody watched from like the halfway point of the movie to the end You wouldn't even know that he got fat. Yeah, yeah I felt that way. I guess
2: they were using him as like comedic relief because otherwise the film would be pretty dour Yeah, first act in particular is really sort of down as it should be, and I guess yeah. they they tried to use him as a balancing thing to make it feel less imposing. But yeah, the comedy did kind of go all over the place. I, yeah. I liked the essence of what they were trying to do. I think that that character kind of going into d- a depressed alcoholic state after his failure from the first movie is a good like place to take the character. And I like I did like some of like where his character goes once he's talking to his mother and all of that. I think like the character beats are okay, but the the comedy kind of falls flat, and, yeah. and how it looks is the issue.
0: I I would have actually been perfectly okay if they took that element a bit more seriously, because every time they were clearly trying yeah. to turn it into a joke, I'm like, this isn't this isn't that funny. Like if I my, if my friend turned into that, I'd be kind of sad, you know. <laughs> like this if this yeah, is a character tragic, you care really. about, it's not really that much of a joke, other than ha ha he's fat, which isn't much of a joke. Like ha ha Fortnite, I guess too. Yeah, yeah, it's just kind of yeah. sad. <laughs> it is sad.
2: Yeah, which yeah, it it would be cool if it was taken with a bit more seriousness, but mm-hmm. you know what these Marvel movies are like. There's always there's always like one casualty from the kind of humor every single time they do it. There's always one. Yeah, where it's like they they kind of betray the character almost just for the sake of the comedy. And I guess because the last yeah. Thor movie and how comedic that film was, they chose to do it with him.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It really depends what kind of movie year is overall and how well it's going to fit. Because most of this movie is like super serious in a
1: way. like the way they handled Captain America and Iron Man in this is so well done. And they're obviously one of the larger characters. The main three are like Iron Man, Thor, and Captain America, right? Mm -hmm. And and like the way they handled those other two characters is so great. And Thor, they don't know what to do with. Yeah, they just keep changing it, movie to movie.
2: Maybe because (laughs) fucking,
1: it's just bad.
2: The film's focusing on trying to wrap up Iron Man and Captain America specifically because they they clearly set up Thor for future stuff. So maybe they weren't as concerned with trying to give him (laughs) like an emotional payoff. It's going to be, but they never do. They never give him anything. I wouldn't say they don't give him anything. I just
0: think it's a bumpy road to where he does go. So, as somebody that never watched any of the previous Thor films, would you say his character is like? Consistent throughout, or really inconsistent? Because no. you were kind of in- implying, no. like, did they not try to do him as comedic relief at the beginning, or what?
3: No, he was, he was fish, was no? of okay, fish out of water. Okay,
0: interesting. Yeah, yeah. So like Aquaman, yeah. Bazinga,
3: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> the most epic kind movie of? of all time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. But literally, uh, with
2: but every he one, one of those movies, yeah, he became no, like
1: that... the dumb one, like a dumb yeah. surfer bro kind of <laughs> character.
2: Well, that was another issue I had with the movie was that that whole section takes place in within the second Thor movie, mostly agreed as being yeah. possibly the worst film in the entirety of the MCU. Mm-hmm. Right. So that 100%. on its own is kind of a, oh, do we really have to go back to that? You, they kind of wrote themselves into a corner with that one because of how important they made it within their own universe. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just unfortunate that film was so bad.
1: The Natalie Portman insert shots? Yeah. <laughs> with her in like the bedroom? Ugh. Mm-hmm. That was deleted scenes, I think, from Thor Two.
2: That's funny. Oh, really? So she wasn't even she didn't even show up to. No. She didn't even to get paid. Anything new. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I, she probably but, didn't I mean, want to do it. While that one wasn't the best, I thought out of all of the like fan servicey moments, some of them were were pretty good. Like payoffs. Yeah. For, the, the, the the best one was probably the Hail Hydra one in the elevator. That was like a clever yeah, spin that was on that. Really...
0: That was kind of funny. It was I didn't mind that, but I didn't really consider that to be as much of a like, "Hey, remember this," sort of thing, than a lot of the other things that happened. Mm-hmm. I felt like a lot of it was the just call kinda... back to
1: Guardians two or Guardians of the Galaxy one, the opening credits where they're like watching Star Lord. That was fun.
0: I, I'm really not a big fan of just like references to previous previous moments of just being like, "Remember this," and I get it. It's like for the fans, but. Even, even if I'm a fan of something, I don't like that kind of thing. Really,
1: they they weren't just references though; it was part of the plot. I
2: think but it was more on a story I level. I think it was quite it cynical. Mm. Yeah, I thought the film was built from the ground up, from being like this ultimate like fan respect. Here you go. Here is some kind of payoff for the investment of like watching twenty two yeah. movies or whatever it was. Yeah,
0: by the end of it,
1: but there are cynical things like that in there though, like. Uh, like when Tony Stark gives his daughter the Iron Man mask, like the yeah. toy one. <laughs> it looks like a toy. <laughs> and I assume there's probably a toy of that in oh, Target sure. or I'm something. I'm sure. Also, yeah. she
0: wasn't great. I didn't think she did a good job.
1: No. But she was barely in it, too.
0: I know. She was She was in it at some important parts where she was probably would have helped kids. to have a better child actor, like his funeral. Sure. You know Your dad's dead. You're just... I mean, <laughs> we haven't even mentioned the time travel, which is kind of I'm, an issue. I'm just waiting for that because that's going to yeah, take a did while. Did it bug you, Ralph,
2: at all? Or no. Are you okay with that? It was
1: goofy they... as hell. I loved it. Where else could they go from here, honestly? Time travel? That was great. No, I, I'm okay with the concept of time well. travel,
2: but to me they literally about a third of the movie is dedicated to like expositional scenes of them explaining how the time travel works, but then they don't even properly adhere to the
0: rules. Yeah. I, I wouldn't even say they spent very long explaining it at all, but they did have pretty clearly defined rules.
1: No. Yeah. I mean, it was like, I didn't feel the exposition was that bad. Yeah. They, they, they they mentioned it very
0: briefly at, at, several different points of just like the core rules that you need to understand first was you know justifying why they can't kill baby thanos and being like no but your timeline yeah. it, it creates a new timeline and it doesn't affect this current timeline when you go back and change something you've created an alternate path and then later tilda swinton is saying yeah but if you remove one of the infinity stones that keep the universe in balance you've removed it from this timeline and so you got to put it back or else we're Just bad things in general are going to happen, and I'm going to show you a scary graphic and just imagine all the bad Mm -hmm. things that will happen. So you got to do this. And then, yeah, you're right. They they do not follow those rules at all, which, I mean, when it comes to time travel in movies, I am perfectly, Mm -hmm. perfectly okay with it not making... Actual sense in the real world because that's inevitable like time travel into the past is not possible as far as we know unless you're talking about some random molecular Quantum thing that that somebody wrote a study on that you can find on the internet But like I mean not in the way that they're ever going to show it in a movie so all I ask is that You have rules or you don't have rules, but if you do have rules Stay consistent with them and 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 don't don't betray them like you have the freedom to create whatever rules you want And they did and the rules were an excuse for why you couldn't do other things So why did you break those rules at the end? Not just at the end, but like somewhat throughout
1: Yeah, it was dumb. I didn't care though (laughs) For me it was an issue because
2: these Marvel movies have always been based in like these incredibly simplistic stories right and it's always been about character and this is the first time like it's so complex there are little forums everywhere everyone's arguing about like the rules and how it works and i don't think like if that's the takeaway from the movie that's kind of an issue when it was supposed to be about the characters and and finishing them off i don't think it it ruined the movie completely but you do have to do the thing where you switch your brain off and try and not talk about it because it's just so immensely complex to try and wrap your head around
1: well, it's just so goofy. I wasn't trying to like work out the plot holes. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just going with this at this
0: point. I just, I, I mean, the the issue is that they stated those rules as kind of a way and not to just explain. Once, they keep reiterating, yeah, like, it. yeah, they they, do. they definitely they hammered it <laughs> into our heads in a way where you you can't you can't help but think about it. You know, you you can't yeah. help but keep that in mind because they put that in your mind so when it contradicts itself it's like but why i thought you said i thought you said this it's just yeah it's not what i want to be thinking about in this like
2: epic conclusion finale really Mm -hmm. yeah
1: but then the last third of the film they kind of leave the time travel aspect behind and it just becomes fucking craziness just shooting and and uh Pegasuses, and <laughs> everyone gets not spider riding on a... Yeah, spider- it's, it's yeah, absolutely yeah. there crazy. was some fun stuff. I really
0: enjoyed the, the end battle. but yeah, I, I feel like the, the whole
1: movie is just fan service, but good fan service. Respectful, well-made.
0: I don't know if you agree with me or not, but I feel like, despite the time travel not really being present in that last battle, the fact that it was present before kind of kind of hurt it a little because this isn't even the Thanos that knows any of these characters. He's just some guy and they want to stop him and he has the same goals, but he doesn't know who they are and I feel like it's a lot less it emotionally roll a bit, a impactful cuz yeah. he doesn't even know who he's fighting. Like it's not just it, I I wish I wish that there was a fight scene between the Thanos that thought he won. <laughs> You know, like that mm-hmm. experience. Well, he does himself. know
1: because he saw all. No, the he knows that somebody Nebula. else
0: that is him one, but it, somebody who experienced. Yeah. The actual events not, yeah, of not the, the previous films. What not I'm the same, saying. Yeah. Exactly. Like I feel like mm-hmm. there isn't as much of an emotional impact for me, and they could have written it differently, yeah. but I don't know. Like it depends on what people really want out of it. I guess it's just that's what I would have wanted. There's another elephant in the room we need to bring
2: up that really robbed a lot of suspense for me. I'm um, mm-hmm. away from the movie and that was the pointless inclusion of Captain Marvel. Yep. I think she's such a bad character. <laughs> yep. Um
0: <laughs> and they kept talking about how great she was the whole movie. And then she fucked yeah. off. <laughs> wow, she's so cool. <laughs> For 90%. Yeah. I've got other planets to save. And in that yeah, like insane S- fight S- at, S- Deus the
1: end, S- at the end, she just fucking oh, yeah. destroys the ship. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I'm back. Yeah. As
2: soon as those <laughs> cannons pointed up in the sky, I was like I rolled my eyes and was like, "Oh, I guess all their problems are solved then. She's here." Yeah. Wow, what, it's what really annoying because that was like, so, yeah, that was a point of tension for me. I was like, how are the Avengers going to deal with this looming threat above them? It's this huge like ship that's so vast. And I was like, this is going to be fun to watch how they take this down. It's like, no, cats and Marvel can just fly through Boom. it <laughs> and, that, and it's over. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. so lame to me because and her inclusion is like she, she's so irrelevant really to the story. She only exists so she can save Tony Stark at the beginning and then save them at the end. Aside from yeah. that, her yeah. character is pointless. She's got, like, no fun interactions. Her character isn't built in any way. She's pointless. Well, Why shot, did they choose to Well, they add shot
1: her? all of her stuff before the Captain Marvel movie. Uh, so they didn't really want to write anything for her because they didn't want to step on the other creator's toes. I think movie, she
0: just you know? shouldn't have even been in this universe yeah, at all. the film treats her yeah, as if I she...
1: Honestly...
2: She's like this yeah, I weight. Where yeah. She's like we we have to do everything in our power to make sure she is gone as quickly as possible because she's so overpowered that we can't structure scenes with consequence <laughs> with her being there.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And even when she's there, it's like you could just fly out into out out of the, away from the planet with the gauntlet. If you don't want Thanos to have it, you could just yeah. get out of the fucking atmosphere. His ship's destroyed. You already destroyed it. Why don't you leave? He won't be able to fly and come get you. You don't want him to use the gauntlet, right?
2: I I saw someone counterpointing this argument by saying something like, well, Doctor Strange is really overpowered. Why doesn't he just create a little portal over Thanos' arm and cut it off or something?
0: But then the Infinity Stones would be in some random place. You want to make sure that some superhero has it. You don't know who's going to pick it up. No, he just means, like, cut the arm
2: off, I guess. Oh, that too? But the point was... Doctor Strange actually has, like, an interesting gimmick. You know, his powers are fun to watch. They're creative. They do lots of fun things with him and his chemistry mm-hmm. with the other characters. That's what makes him interesting. Like, the powers yeah. at that point aren't even important. But Captain Marvel, what is fun about just watching this, in, like, invincible creature just flying around, smashing through ships? Literally nothing. Yeah. Like, there's, it's just... there's
1: no chemistry with anyone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, just, just the That's most such an vague... Strong I'm strong and stronger than everybody and I can do anything and then add that with zero charisma Just unlikable character
2: (laughs) she would honestly be a better villain than
0: a hero Yeah, she would actually be like really difficult to take down for the Avengers. Yeah. Yeah, she she acts like a villain (laughs) Yeah, she's so cocky. Yeah,
1: Brie Larson played a good villain in Scott Pilgrim. She was like the ex-girlfriend. Oh,
0: yeah Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what she's
1: good as like the the bitchy ex-girlfriend (laughs)
0: Mm -hmm. yeah it's uh, it's Captain Marvel everyone (laughs) it's really unfortunate because I don't know if it seems like they kind of just forced her into this story by the very end of it like she wasn't she wasn't around at all and the entire Captain Marvel movie was them basically just justifying this idea that like she's been here this whole time and also she's the most important it's it's been this way forever and it's like yeah Yeah. if you want to make a Captain Marvel movie fine do it you should have done it after Endgame, though. Like, you, mm-hmm. you should have had her... If you want to do her in the Marvel Universe, just do it after all the really important shit that people care about right now. Because otherwise, you're just kind of yeah. forcing her in. And it really did seem forced. Yeah.
2: But they also
1: and didn't a do a a movie that's good job, already very long.
2: They didn't do a good job of actually introducing her in the movie. It's so built on the back of the knowledge that you've already seen Captain Marvel, but I went with some friends who hadn't seen Captain Marvel. So to them, just this random person showed up who was invincible and just saved the day. Oh, yeah. It does not not work well as a standalone
0: film, unfortunately. And that's part of the reason why I don't love it, is like, that's kind of what I'm looking for. I loved Infinity War. I really did. I I enjoyed it quite a lot. That's exactly
2: what I was thinking. After I, after Mm -hmm. I finished Infinity War, I was like, I could happily watch that again. But after seeing this one, I was like, okay, I enjoyed many parts of that. Um, But I, I don't want to rush back to see it, partially because it's so long and because the pacing isn't Way great. Too I, I, w- oh, yeah. I was desperate to check my yeah. watch at points.
0: It wastes a lot of time, and that's something that Infinity War did not do. Yeah,
1: I rewatched Infinity War last yeah. week. It's fucking great. <laughs> not it's great, very but like, in terms of what, everything it had to accomplish, it does it all. Yeah. And the pacing is like super smooth. It yeah. doesn't feel its length at all. And this, you know, feels its length. Certainly. I wouldn't say it's boring, but.
2: Because they have to spend so much of the movie just explaining how and why the movie can happen.
1: Yeah. Did you enjoy like the first third of the film with like the darker character development stuff? Because I enjoyed all that stuff.
2: I like that, but I I wish like, there was a bit more.
1: Point. I didn't. F- I thought there was just enough there. Honestly, I was shocked there was that much in there. The first hour of this movie is pretty like dour, and there's no action really. <laughs> it's just like characters dealing with shit. Yeah. And I like that.
0: I didn't mind that at all. Um, Somebody left a really interesting comment that I very much agree with, um, saying that they wish that there was more attention put on the actual world, the actual universe of like, what are the consequences of half of people just disappearing one day? Like, I want to understand all that shit. Like, that would make for a really good... There's so much other stuff going something. on in
1: the movie. They can't focus on that.
0: No, I I get that, but I I would actually disagree with Alex in the sense that like I don't feel like they spent very long explaining how all this shit worked. But I do feel like they wasted a lot of time just dicking around in time travel anyway. Like it, the whole thing was like now it's a heist movie kind of, and Thor's sequence with Rocket Raccoon like they took as long as possible to get their stone like that that was such a big waste of time. That was such a boring scene. Yeah. You know, like There's so much that of that. That should have been cut down a lot. The, the entire time travel thing should have been cut down, but it was just a, a bunch of references for the fans that like, if you're the biggest Marvel fan, if you love every movie, you love the universe a lot more than I do, then you're probably having a blast. But for me, I'm just like, like I get it. I understand the references, even though I'm not even a hardcore fan. Like, There's probably some more subtle ones that it I didn't. It wasn't but just references, though.
1: It's not it just felt references. like that for it's me. It's part of the story. <laughs> Half of the, the, the like the thematic point of the movie is like these characters go back in time and confront these things from their past and deal with them and move on. Like Captain America going back to the 50s and and Robert Downey Jr. met his dad. I know. Like <laughs> all that shit. And that's not just dumb goodness, references.
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: A, there are, are dumb the references in there,
1: yeah. but I feel there's way more stuff that's at service of the story here. That's if fair. The time travel segment wasn't that dumb to me
0: it was very long it
1: was too long Way too long. Thor should not have gone to Thor 2 they should have made up like another scenario for him to go to because like the stuff with Thanos yeah. that was all pre-Guardians like it was just a made-up era they could have gone there we done something like that
0: how do you feel about all the uh, massive uh, <laughs> plot convenience in uh, Nebula's little expedition
1: yeah, there's a lot of plot convenience there. Yeah. but Nebula was around actually her pretty interesting. Yeah, how so? I enjoyed Nebula actually. How so? How so? Like they actually developed her and did stuff with her this time around, which was
0: nice. Go on, I want like, to hear. They made her like the hero that.
1: figure. Usually it's Gamora taking on that position, and this time Nebula like took the reins and and kind of saved the day. She was one of the most vital parts of the mission. I enjoyed that.
2: Didn't she
0: screw the day? Yeah, she. Right. It, was yeah, well, she <laughs> it. it was her fault. It was her fault. It was not her fault. <laughs> she, gets she gets captured. It's not yeah, her
1: she gets captured. Yeah,
0: she let herself get captured. She could have just went back to the future. She could have just pressed the button, but she didn't.
1: <laughs> okay, we.
3: Whatever.
0: Well, I mean, it's it's all her fault. So she long, just I decided to hang out there. <laughs> like, oh no, he knows. It doesn't matter if he knows. This is a different timeline. Go back. But she didn't.
3: Okay.
0: So, I mean. <laughs> None of the bad shit would have happened if that didn't happen. And then she, she like yeah. teleported the ship back into the future, even though they already very clearly explained that they only had enough PIM particles to go back. But they sent the the twenty fourteen nebula back. So I don't know how they like. She mm-hmm. just stuck her hand into the time machine. Either they got more PIM particles somewhere, which doesn't make sense. Like I know Iron Man got them from the seventies, but you they explained it as though yeah. you need PIM particles to also be on the mm-hmm. thing that you're traveling through time. Like, there weren't any extra Pym Particles on Thanos' ship, but he got there, and so it's like, okay, well, if you don't need PIM Particles on whatever you're transporting, then theoretically, couldn't Current Nebula have just stuck her her circuitry into the time machine and then warped the Infinity Stones there? Why do you even have to go there and pick them up if this is what you can do?
2: This is what I mean. I just don't want to be thinking about that kind of thing when I'm just trying to enjoy yeah. the finale. Yeah. It's really difficult not to for me. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I'm the same. That's what bogged the
0: movie down for me.
1: It wasn't for me. Ah. <laughs> okay, <fine>. now what?
0: <laughs> well, I mean, um, I guess, I, Alex, you saw my review. Ralph, did you? No,
1: I didn't, not yet. That's
0: fine. You posted it last night, right? Yeah, yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. I, I know we kind of, like, Alex, you and I, We we mentioned how the time travel consistency doesn't really make sense. And I'm sure because we didn't really thoroughly. Go into it. We don't have to spend too long on it, but we should at least mention some examples. I'm sure that if we don't, there will be people that are going to say, like, no, it makes perfect sense. He just didn't think about it. Yeah. Like, when, when they clearly they clearly define that you're creating separate timelines when you change something, right? So Captain America mm-hmm. goes back with all six Infinity Stones. He would have to go back to four different timelines. And even if we assume that he's able yeah. to just imagine which timeline... <laughs> to To go to through the power of his suit in one trip, which is very weird to think about like to to try and coordinate <laughs> uh-huh. he kind of just shows up at the end on the bench, and the film was implying, which I realized after a while because i I didn't think they were because it's so stupid, the film was implying that he stayed in the past and then just waited on the bench for the events to take place. So that he could surprise everybody but if he stayed in the past that wouldn't be their past that would be a different timeline That was the entire justification for why you couldn't kill baby Thanos, but now you're just in didn't, the past in general No, he, probably, he jumps back. He, he puts them back and then he lives with Peggy, right? Yeah, but yeah. he didn't jump back He's puts not wearing the the suit. I don't believe And either way. He's no. not on the platform You needed the platform to come back the film was implying that he stayed there And I, I thought I thought he jumped back yeah. too because this is ridiculous what the film is actually implying, what most people believe that it's implying, it's actually ridiculous. And I, I didn't think that was the case, but now I realized eventually that that is what it's implying, that he literally stayed in the past and then just sat yes. down for a while and that's the past.
1: Mm-hmm. And waited for them.
0: Because he didn't come yeah. back to the platform. He would have come back to the platform. He was on the bench.
1: No, but he didn't. He Th- lived just like a time... he knew where
0: the bench was going to be. So yeah. he, he went. To the yeah. Bench. So he went to it. So, so he, he stayed in the past. He yeah. never warped back. But he shouldn't yeah, be yeah, in, the yeah. he in the past. in the past. He shouldn't be in the past, though. He should be in a different timeline. And then some people are saying, no, "But what if every version of that
1: timeline is of- just put the gems back? It's the same timeline."
0: No, no, that's <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it was, as soon <laughs> as you put he- the gems, no, 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 no. I've 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 went back and I've made sure when I made my review I spent it's so fucking like, long I don't I don't even care well, about it If of you this don't shit. care about it, then why are you <laughs> arguing against me? If you don't care about okay. it, then why are you arguing as though what I'm saying is untrue. I am just I don't know. When you when you put the stones back, it just means that bad things won't happen in that universe and that it won't be out of balance. But you're still creating a new timeline. If that wasn't the case, if if it was the if if by putting a stone back meant, oh, it's the same timeline again now, then they could just kill baby Thanos. Right? You wouldn't need the stones. That was their entire justification. They said, if you go back in time and kill baby Thanos, no stones were even mentioned at this point. If you go back in time and kill baby Thanos, regardless of stones, it would be a different timeline and it wouldn't affect the current timeline that you're in. You would create a new timeline. That's what they said.
2: Is the idea that he... He stayed in the current timeline while the Captain America from the First Avengers and all the other movies was doing his thing at the same time, but he just avoided him for all yeah of that?
0: that's that's basically what it's implying, I guess he just he literally right. just stayed there and he never came back, but he's somehow in the same timeline and then other people are saying like, "Oh yeah, what if every version of yourself does the same thing but then if that was the case, then you could still just kill baby Thanos <laughs> like." <laughs> it's so confusing (laughs) i would have it would have made perfect sense if he if he decided to go back in time live his life and then maybe his like wife died and he was like okay yeah i'm done and then came back and he you know he appeared back on the platform because he warped back and said you know I, i lived a happy life but instead they wanted to make it more like i guess cinematic and just him on the bench and like that's fine and all yeah. but it it comes at the expense of the logic and for the people that are thinking about the logic it it doesn't help
1: right but it heightens the emotion and that's a more important thing <laughs> sure but for most people it's a comic book silly thing i don't think about the logic of it that much
0: i wanted it to be a comic book silly thing if this if this same thing happened in Shazam here. then i'd be I, like I oh whatever the fact that, but if like, the whole he movie was isn't a comic the book silly thing he was thing. an
1: old man was perfect
0: yeah, but it's, yeah. Here, here's okay. here's what I have that's an issue about what you just said, is you're like, oh, it's a comic book silly thing, it doesn't matter. But nowhere in that scene is it treating itself like a comic book silly thing. It's treating it as a poignant, emotional wrap-up to this character's arc, the, right? It's very emotional... serious. It's very serious. So you yes. can't just brush it off as like, oh, it's just a comic book silly thing.
1: The tone of it is very exaggerated. <laughs> so Captain America's sitting there in the, on the bench. Yes, it's not realistic. It's not it, it's not the most logical thing that could happen. But for what fans want, which is those two characters interacting and having a nice moment, it's the best possible thing they could have written. And that's what they did. I
3: It's wouldn't, the most I don't
1: satisfying if- fan... The whole movie is basically fan service. Very well made, well written, well acted fan service. And so if they want to reward the fans in that way,
0: I think that's better. You're acting like there's no other way they could have done it. I feel like I oh. respect... Okay. How that's the, that's the way they chose to have done it and I was I was fine with that I respect what the moments that worked well enough to imagine a scenario yeah. where he could have still warped back and it could have been just as emotional like I think they totally could have pulled that off no matter what you do to. the
1: time travels gonna make no sense. <laughs> I think no matter what you do, it's going to make no sense as long no as they follow their own rules any sense Except Primer.
0: <laughs> as long as they follow yes. their own rules time travel does not make sense in Which any movie don't. including primer they including don't. 12 monkeys There's so many things that don't make sense about time travel. Just follow your own rules. Yes, that's all I want mm-hmm. Why have rules in the first place if you don't follow them? Yeah There's never like a scene like in looper
2: for example where they're like listen this We know this makes no sense. It's like the opposite. The film knows how annoying people find like time travel tropes and all the rules of it. And it it keeps hammering home how it needs to matter and make sense. But then they don't really do it properly. It's really weird.
1: Yeah. It's just, it's got so many different versions of characters and timelines and things it has to do that at the expense of logic, it just does things to, you know, simplify it. Yeah. Heighten the emotion of it and I'm fine with that. That didn't bother me throughout the entire thing. I think a movie where you've got like Pegasus is flying around and raccoons shooting people. I'm not thinking too hard <laughs> about the, the the time travel logic of it. It's certainly
0: frustrating. Yeah, it
1: was completely inconsistent and I take points off for it too, but it didn't ruin the experience and I wasn't sitting oh, there the entire time trying to it. figure out like well the time travel, the time travel Oh you did? Well, I, I probably would, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, well then we agree. It agreed. doesn't make
1: any sense. It's goofy. I'm not gonna yeah. I agree with you, It's just for me that doesn't it doesn't ruin the experience. For it me. didn't ruin and the experience for right. me
0: either I mean like if if let's say there yeah. was something more to offer during those points then for me personally then It wouldn't really it wouldn't really affect me that much, but unfortunately. I was just frustrated because it was the only thing I could think about <laughs> Because yeah, I'm not so really frustrated like I'm not super invested in this universe like you are I'm like I'm sure. really I did mm-hmm. I haven't watched as many Marvel films as you And, again, the part of the reason why I enjoyed Infinity War is because it was a great standalone movie, and this just wasn't. This was really relying on you to be super, super invested in everything that was happening already.
1: On a filmmaking level, Infinity War is a better movie. But I think this movie is trying a lot more, and it has to satisfy Mm -hmm. a lot more people. And I think in terms of what they were doing, this is probably one of the better ways you could have handled it.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want people to think I'm getting like so hung up on the time travel shit that it's like, "Oh, if it was more consistent, then I would have given this movie a 10 out of 10." That's not how it works. Yeah. It's I just I I mm-hmm. felt overall like the biggest uh the biggest issues with it were its pacing, its <laughs> its tone and just like it didn't It didn't really have much to offer me overall. There are moments and scenes that I really liked, but it's just it was just so slow and felt like a lot of time was wasted. Unfortunately,
1: yeah. I have those same complaints, just not as like I'm not as negative I don't feel as negative about it. I still like this movie, and I still think it does a lot of good things as a fan of these movies as well. I just yeah, it's not as technically well made as a lot of them are mm-hmm. Um, not even Infinity War. It might be the worst. It's not the worst Avengers movie. Age of Ultron is. But... No, it's not.
0: <laughs> not. Of course not.
2: Yeah, what it does what, right, it does do very right. I think it does the main characters you want to see their ends of, like, justice. I think that that's exactly what any fan would want to see. The way they treat Iron Man and Cap in particular, that's that's, like, perfect. I don't see how it could be any more yeah. perfect. But the time travel stuff does kind of... It's just like a little thing in the back of my mind when I'm watching it that I really don't want to be thinking about, but the film forces you to think about. That's my only issue with it.
0: Yeah. And I mean, I'm just a person that does not give a shit about Iron Man or Captain America. So <laughs> it's, it's. I don't think anybody should be surprised. It's real, I, I think it's pretty consistent with the other reviews I've given on Marvel. I gave Infinity War yeah. a six, really loved it. Give this one a five. Mm-hmm. Captain Marvel was a four. Mm-hmm. It's in between those two movies. Makes sense.
1: Captain Marvel, I didn't even right. see. Oh, yeah. really? No.
2: Yeah, you didn't miss much.
1: Yeah, it doesn't seem like I missed much from her in this movie.
2: So. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. And she just had a different haircut. Also, the five years later, right? So the movie jumps five years. Like, what mm-hmm. happened with Peter Parker in high school and all that?
0: Is he still in high school? At the end of the movie, he, like, hugs his friend but I was cu- like, I I had that moment where I was like, wait, shouldn't most of you be graduated? But it it mm. never yeah. showed whether or not his friend also got Thanos. So perhaps yeah. in the next Spider Man movie, if let's say it takes place after those events, we can just assume that everybody that is a part of of Far From Home yeah. <laughs> just got Thanos <laughs> and then came back. Yeah, or maybe they'll address it. Maybe he'll have friends that are like five the years older. Story. Who knows? Well, this new one takes
1: place before Infinity
0: War. Okay. But whatever, let's say whatever they do after that point.
1: Yeah, whatever they do after. Perhaps
0: they'll include that and be like, oh, half of my friends are like five years older. I don't see why they wouldn't. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's still, it's just
1: (laughs) a weird thing to have to deal with now. that All these characters have either, they're either five years older or they've been gone for five years and they have to like adjust to the world. Mm. (laughs) It's just weird.
0: Did Hawkeye's uh, wife... Did her did her cell phone plan continue on for five years <laughs> after she died? Maybe she, she used, used the, house the house phone.
1: The house phone. Because Hawkeye kept the house. Okay. After. But the house phone was still, <laughs> still
0: under under her name on his cell phone. It was the he, he's named his yeah, house he- after his wife because <laughs> he misses her so much. Oh. Honestly.
2: Like, I don't really want any more Marvel movies now. It felt so conclusive. Me like, too. that's it. It felt like that's the end. But What no. else is there to do? That's the thing. Well, now that now they own X-Men, they'll probably do, like, a whole X-Men thing. Right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, next Avengers movie, which will be a while from now, I bet.
2: Good uh, luck yeah. casting next, Wolverine. Next Avengers will have X-Men in it. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. Well, us so. like, look, look, look what Avengers will be left now. Black Panther, Spider-Man, Captain Marvel... And Guardians, Thor, is is the, Strange, the right. Guardians and Thor. I, I suppose that's okay with Guardians and Thor. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's just not, that's it's not a pretty good lineup. It's not the same though. They don't have the core. No, I I, I just fear like th- this film is at to a point in that final battle sequence. It was like I don't think it can get any more grand than this. Like it's nearly hurting my yeah. head. Like in how It'd be the they attempted just it. Just how much shit is on. Yeah, because like, to me, it, it that final fight was at its best when it was just Captain America, Iron Man, and Thor fighting Thanos. That was the best like action, to me, out of that whole yeah. sort of sequence. Because like, I, I don't care I about just big armies. Finale. I didn't mind it, yeah, yet, like, but it, it was nearly. It was like, very nearly. The needle was just about to go into, this is hurting my head, there is so much yeah. happening on screen right I'm sure now.
1: you had flashbacks to Ready Player One, too. But like, yeah, those Ready characters One, all Steel. sucked, and there was no build-up to that. Like, this had 10 years of build-up to it, and I understood who all these people were, yeah. so I was yeah. okay with, like, craziness at the end. Yeah. <laughs> like, it felt yeah. warranted. I would feel disappointed if it wasn't anything but that.
0: Every, right? Everybody was edging for a decade.
2: Yeah. 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 I just get sick of, like, big armies of, like, just minions with no personality. Right. I always, like, that's what I liked about Infinity War as well. Like, the, the fight scenes with Thanos, it was ba- they are all based around character, whereas just the Avengers yeah. fighting monsters, to me, is not interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Which the end of Infinity War had that. And that's probably.
0: Yeah, and the that's the part fight. I didn't like. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. Although, the, yeah, I like this fight at the end better.
0: Yeah, I like parts of it more. I think we should probably wrap up our uh, Infinity War discussion. Is that fine?
2: Yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean, I, I thought it was a good payoff for. Uh, I've seen every one of these Marvel movies, and I was really curious to see what they were going to do to wrap it all up. And I, I did feel satisfied despite my gripes. I don't think the pacing was there. I don't think the. Mm-hmm. Just the overall structure of the film was quite as rewarding as Infinity War. Uh, like the way they matched all the characters together and the action scenes in that movie, like and the way they were drip-thread throughout, made that really fun to watch all the way through. And the payoff took way longer in Endgame. But by the time you did get it, I did feel like it was just for all of the main crew and the characters I cared about. So I gave it a 7 out of 10.
1: I liked it a lot. I'll give it a 3 out of 5. Everything you guys said, um, there's there's lots of dumb plot stuff. But the character stuff, um, except for Thor, was all good. And the conclusions of Captain America and Iron Man were pretty perfect. I can't imagine it being handled any other way. So, good yeah. job, considering it's a three-hour-long movie with 80 characters <laughs> and yeah. fucking tons of explosions. And most of this movie is CGI. Uh, it's, 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 not it's, a mess it's well is done. is astonishing, yeah. It's not a mess, yeah. Uh, the, I just want to mention the music briefly. It was a little... Uh, overbearing yeah melodramatic <laughs> they could have yeah, cut a lot points, of it out I and i feel the movie would have been better or the same
0: i i, I never really uh, felt that i thought that the music was kind of an improvement from marvel films in general because like with this the, and the previous the more film,
1: emotional stuff
0: i felt like there was a theme i felt like maybe somebody at marvel watched uh, yeah. every frame of paintings video in the marvel symphonic universe <laughs> and like it's <laughs> like you know what I'm sure they did. Can have a theme now and there was, you know, it played and it got reincorporated and I was like, oh, well, this is nice. That theme's been there a long time. They I know. Used yeah, it's always yeah maybe, maybe it's just finally memorable now. they now. incorporate <laughs> it more, for yeah. sure. Yeah. More appropriately You're used. Right.
1: You're right about that. They've now brought it to the forefront. Like, this is the Avengers theme. Mm-hmm. And they also, also using the Guardians method of just using music that already exists. Yeah, there were some, they, there they, was
0: some nice, nice soundtrack, soundtrack choices, yeah, I think. Helps. Yeah, that
3: helps. Yeah,
1: that helps, too. That gives it a little more personality.
0: Yep, didn't hate it. Next, James Gunn. Better than Captain Marvel, not as good as Infinity War. Five out of ten. There's some parts I loved, some parts that frustrated me, a lot of boring shit that I didn't care about. I'm not a big fan of Marvel. Mm -hmm. It's not a movie for me, it's a movie for the fans. I'm not a fan. So, there we go. There
3: we go.
0: We did it.
1: We did it. Congrats, Marvel. Holy moly. Yeah. And that's the last Stan Lee cameo, too. He had a pretty good one. Is it? I believe he's done after this. Yeah, that's the last one they filmed. It would be yeah, appropriate. I, too. I don't think they should do any more. I don't think they should CG him in like uh, doing oh, no. dance Please, or whatever. No. <laughs> <laughs> whatever they do with him.
0: Oh, God, no. Speaking of intellectual properties that Disney purchased for billions of dollars, <laughs> Star Wars. Nice. <laughs> <Transition>. <laughs> We watched But this the is before they Star Wars it. movies. this is
1: when George Lucas owned it.
0: Yeah. The the uh high point of Star Wars. You wanna intro <laughs> this this was the recommendation. Uh you wanna Yeah, introduce this is it? my movie. Yeah.
1: It's a better point. So spoilers for Star Wars episode three. And
0: Avengers one and City. two, I guess. I mean
1: I think and one and two. All all of them. We're gonna spoil all of them. The but I'm sure basically, you've all Yeah. yeah. And the new ones too. I'm sure we're really? gonna talk about every single story. I don't, Star Wars I don't movie. know how much we're yeah. gonna
0: say about the new ones, but.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but like back and forth we'll go. Like oh Darth Vader is Luke's father. Like we're gonna spoil that.
0: You know. I mean, uh, those aren't the uh, new ones.
1: Whatever. So <laughs> three three years into the Clone Wars, the Jedi rescue Palpatine from Count Dooku. As Obi-Wan pursues a new threat, Anakin acts as a double agent between the Jedi Council and Palpatine and is lured into a sinister plan to rule the galaxy. Is this just the the opening crawl? (laughs) Yeah, that's just the description on IMDb. The reason I'm reading it in that plane of a voice is because I feel that's the tone of the whole prequel trilogy. Yeah. It was just like George Lucas fucking explaining it. <laughs> yeah, and it's it feels, so yeah. boring. <laughs> when actors
2: are communicating in the movie, they feel like robots or aliens. That's how everyone oh, talks Christ. in the
3: movie.
0: It's no so it's annoying. Bizarre. It's so <laughs> annoying. This is a problem with all of them. One of the uh, points that I to the best of my memory was actually acknowledged in the Plinkett review is is how Samuel L. Jackson is such a an animated Loud character in every other movie that he's been in he's always yelling and swearing mm-hmm. like that's his thing in this movie He's just like the emperor blah 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 blah. It's just so boring. He's totally
1: miscast it's So boring he has this amazing energy Samuel L. Jackson, and he doesn't use it at all in this movie He can't it's nope, so he like a
2: bounty hunter or something. Why is yeah. stoic Jedi such bad casting?
1: There are only two performances that are good in this entire trilogy it's Ian McGregor and the guy who plays Palpatine. I forgot his name, but those um, two actors are killing it. I enjoy both them a They seem to
2: understand what movie they're actually in, as well.
1: Yeah, and they really care about their characters. Like uh, Ian McGregor, like Ewan? tried to replicate.
0: You keep saying Ian.
1: I, you know me and you know me and names. <laughs> but, like he was trying to replicate Al Guinness, and like his accent, it was perfect. He really cared.
2: I think Probably he's the perfect the choice. Way. I don't know if his yeah, dialogue is so quite too. perfect, though. He's trying his best to do nah. the absolute like, garbage, he has to say.
1: Mm-hmm. There are lines things. that he gets through sounding good, though. Yeah. I think Hayden yeah. Christensen has some okay line deliveries in this one, in uh, the third one.
0: I don't know. <laughs> Hayden Christensen <laughs> well, like reminded me of Jaden Smith the entire time. I'm not even kidding. I was like, this is Jaden Smith acting. <laughs> you just get the vibe kind that of. it was really awkward on set. Like, I, yeah. George George Lucas is notorious
2: for how bad he is at directing actors, and it really shows. I think it's the the biggest issue with the three prequels is the direction. They are so bland, yeah. and they just don't feel like people. I think George Lucas is like an ideas man, and he needs people to re- refine his ideas and present them in a way that's actually interesting to watch.
1: Mm-hmm. And the editing, too, is just so boring. Like, <laughs> like mm-hmm. the dialogue scenes are so boring how they're cut and, and shot. Everything's
0: fucking it. boring. You know, like I. So, <laughs> I. When I started watching the. I, I watched the third movie first. Um, because that was the one that I was for right. sure going to watch. And I watched all three of them. Yeah. And I was about an hour and 20 minutes through it. I was having a miserable miserable fucking time and I was just like uh-huh. god fucking damn it Ralph what did you expect why are we watching this like why why are we watching oh yeah it's been long enough that we feel like oh yeah maybe maybe we'll give it a second chance well there's a reason why we don't remember anything about them because nothing fucking happens <laughs> right it's one of those. It's your
1: Gene Dealman.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah. Now, I, now I don't feel any guilt about that whatsoever. Yeah, you, good. You, you've made me watch this shit. Alex made me watch Madagascar too. So you guys fucking deserve it.
3: Yeah.
1: Well, I genuinely wanted to reconsider this movie because this movie does have a, like a fandom behind it. There are people a who think one, this movie yeah. is, is good. Like it's actually George Lucas like honing in his skills and becoming a good director. It's a lore Mm -hmm. movie because we talk about George Lucas like he's a hack, but he's made good movies in the past. American Graffiti is a good movie. THX one one three eight is is a good movie, and Star Wars is a good movie.
2: Yeah, what he and he's produced tons
1: of other great movies. Yeah, it's just he forgot. I think
0: I don't know what happened, but he can't make a movie director approach. He was very involved yeah. in, in like the um, computer animation uh, renaissance or whatever you want to call it. Like I was actually watching a documentary on, on Pixar for my 2007 list called The Pixar Story. It was actually really informative, and George Lucas uh, was in it quite a bunch. And One of the, the things that I actually considered because of watching this documentary so closely to watching the Star Wars prequels is that the first ever <laughs> computer-animated feature film was Toy Story, and that was what, like ninety five? Right? Mm-hmm. That's yeah. four yeah. years before the release of of the Phantom Menace. So literally the the first computer animated feature film got released, and at that moment George Lucas is like, Yeah, we can do that with actors and <laughs>
1: like mm-hmm. Well, he was trying already... to be groundbreaking in the same way Star Wars was. Exactly. When Star Wars I came know, out, no one had ever done that it's before. Just, it's not there and, and yet. He,
0: it's not there right. No, you're the totally technology. right. It doesn't work. Uh, but he thought like one. I could take CGI so and use bad. it to make these
1: new worlds, oh. and he didn't. He totally failed. The aliens look bad. They look like fucking cartoons. It looks so bad. And like his his ambitions, it was way ahead of what was the technology was capable was of at the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, what was possible by this one though? By episode three, I think the effects get a lot better. I don't think they're great. I think they're inconsistent. they're improved. But it's like six years later approved. or some shit. Right, and Too I can buy into r- them if there was a good story.
2: The reliance was so heavy on them, like the, the clone yeah. characters. Every single one of them is CG for some reason. Right. Like it, it's like, why aren't surely... those guys in suits? Yeah, it would look so much better. <laughs> it wouldn't look, it look Asian horrible. And did you notice the when they sort of superimpose people's faces on top of like the clone helmetless bodies? It looked really bizarre. Mm-hmm. And the same for yeah. when some of the older characters are fighting, like Count Dooku at the beginning and the Emperor. They do this mm-hmm. thing where they, they put like a CG version of their face over when they they have a stunt
0: double doing the action sequences. Yeah. That and that is really age horrible. It looks really bizarre. Mm-hmm. So you, you were talking about um, like the pacing and the editing and... Um... What what I was gonna mention is that, um, when I was about an hour and twenty minutes through the movie, having a miserable fucking time like i I wanted to, to die basically <laughs> uh-huh. my roommate comes in and is like, "Yo, how long are you through this movie?" and so I pressed the button on the remote, like the display button just to show like how long we are through mm-hmm. it, but I accidentally pressed the audio track button and it ch- changes to the um described video for the visually impaired, where basically somebody <laughs> somebody. <laughs> Narrated every action in the movie so that blind people can listen to it and get kind of the same experience. And then I just left it on, and then I watched the whole rest of the movie like that. I wouldn't have done it if it was a movie that I hadn't seen before. (laughs) Like I, I respect the podcast enough, but uh, I've seen this these movies already, so I finished the movie like that. It was a much more enjoyable experience, not just because it was funny, (laughs) but because you you actually get a lot more context. Like they say. What planet you're on every time it's like cut to this planet, and they say every character's name like I? (laughs) I, and and that's why I was able to watch the other two because otherwise I wouldn't have I literally literally would not have because they're just so fucking boring. But it was so much more entertaining watching it with described video, and it was it was I got to hear every (laughs) character's name several times I found it hilarious that Anakin's mom is named Shmi Shmi, Shmi. (laughs) yeah,
1: Shmi Shmi (laughs) Shmi
0: (laughs) It was insane I find them funny
2: enough without having to put other settings on like that There's so much
1: fucking wasted time
0: like between every line of dialogue the film is Expecting that you'll be able to like soak things in in a way and be like oh, yeah This this is all really like purposeful like these these long shots of just like character line Wait for like 10 seconds and then respond and there's plenty of time that was filled in just by the the, uh, described video narrator and as I was listening to just how much he was talking, I'm like, holy shit, there is a lot of dead air in this movie. Yeah. Yeah.
1: The, the biggest, one of the biggest problems is just there's no tone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no tone. Well, tone like, I don't know what I'm supposed to, yeah, it's tone deaf. I don't yeah. know what I'm supposed to be feeling
0: for most of it. The tone is boring. Most of it
1: feels like kind of an objective view of, like, the history of this galaxy that doesn't exist. It's a
0: lore movie. It's a lore movie for
1: nerds. Right. No,
2: but the opening sequence is, is a ridiculous. good example of that though, where it's got the jokey sort of droids and their goofy antics and them slipping over an oil yeah. and then literally a few really minutes later crazy. Count Dooku gets his hands chopped off and he's decapitated. You know, it's just mm-hmm. swinging from such extreme like types of tone and humor and like drama is is so bizarre. It just really doesn't work. I I like the idea like, of the beginning of the movie being more comedic and it gradually getting more serious. But it it doesn't ease you into anything. It's so dramatic in a bad way, with that kind of that juggling act they're trying to achieve.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's just it's it's a movie where most of what's happening is just dumb political bullshit. I'm talking about the trilogy in general, I guess. <laughs> but even even the third yeah. one, like it's just Three nothing happens until like that. the very end. And I can see why people like the third one the most because something happens at the end. All the other movies, it's like you watch through the whole fucking thing. It's like, what? Nothing happened. This entire two-plus-hour so two movie.
1: feel mostly pointless. I-, I wanted to talk about the opening briefly of, of episode three.
3: Sure. Because mm-hmm. Alex
1: mentioned it. There-, there was originally a lot more comedy in the opening. There's like tons of deleted scenes of like obi One and Anakin having like this, yeah, this banter. There's a part like, um, Anakin's talking to BB8, or not BB8, I'm sorry, R2D2 <laughs> on the radio. And like, he starts speaking R2D2's language, like, he's making beeping noises with his mouth, <laughs> hating Christians. It doesn't make any sense. And it's fucking real. <laughs> you, I'll put it on the oh Reddit. Dear. Anyway, oh but yeah, I just wanted to mention that they tried to really play up the comedy, and I guess they cut it out later on because they figured it didn't work. None of it worked like, again. It going back. Work. To the nothing worked. Like it's no, just so it
0: bad. I hate these movies so much. <laughs> <laughs> like they're, they're the most boring fucking movies I could possibly watch. And I'm a guy that just watched through like John Dealman. You know, like yeah. I enjoyed that shit. I, there's <laughs> nothing to soak in about these movies unless you're. Super 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 invested in the universe already and you're looking for all the lore yeah. like I, I You might as well just be reading through the codex and mass effect like oh I want to know everything there is to know about the, this whole universe But it's you can't just make a movie about that and be like oh, yeah This is this is all the lore for the characters, but then not have any sort of like compelling narrative to go along with it
1: Yeah, the first two movies feel mostly pointless is the thing incredibly uh, like the only important thing that happens in the first one is that anakin they get anakin and that palpatine gets the trade route agreement right <laughs> ah, That's like oh the,
3: only God, things, that. the only two things those are the only two things
1: that happen so those are the only two things that happen it's so boring, <laughs> it's so
2: boring. <laughs> because they're dedicated to just showing off special effects at the time that's what all yeah. the phantom menace was it was a platform to for lucas to show off his effects at the time which isn't even impressive did
1: you like anymore, the pod race how did the race age?
0: Uh, not well. <laughs> I, I was able to. <laughs> yeah. I was able to enjoy it with the described video narrator, but that's, that's about it. Then <laughs> Sabolba. Now this the... <laughs> is
3: podrace. Exactly.
0: exactly. The
1: thing about these movies, too, I feel the fan community of Star Wars have given this these movies so much longevity with like memes and making them funny they and are making so them meme-y. more interesting than they actually are. But like as when you just look at them as movies, they're really bad movies. They're terrible. I think a lot of these fans just yeah. They they more enjoy talking about them and and
0: the idea and of them. This than is the film. This was themselves. our <laughs>
2: generation Star Wars as well. So it's it our was. entire generation's like this. nostalgic yeah, attachment to them.
0: I didn't they're even like it when I was a kid. I was bored out of my fucking mind as a kid. <laughs>
1: I liked all of them when I was a kid. When yeah, I grew I up, I'm I was like, kid. this is awful.
0: I did, yeah, I couldn't even get into it when I was young. Like I was supposed to be the Damn. <laughs> the the right age for it, I guess. It's movies for babies about fucking space politics. But like I remember uh when I was like really young, I guess I would have been like nine or ten years old. My uncle gave me like the Star Wars episode one VHS for my birthday or something, just thinking like, Oh, he's a kid who likes Star Wars, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, I don't like Star Wars and now I just think about it every day. Like, oh, I was so rude, (laughs) but I was a kid, so I didn't know any better. (laughs) Just like remembering how I didn't even like Star Wars at all. Just like couldn't even accept the birthday present properly. I feel bad. Are
1: there any good parts to Episode Three? Anything you would say is good? I would
0: say yes. (sighs) I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> one
2: thing i like about every star wars movie is the like sound design all the meaty yes. crunchy textures of everything and the sounds of all the lasers and everything i think they're so great the s- i i cannot the score, while even we're on the
0: agree sound with the sound the score sound is design. fantastic the score is great really? for for moments yeah i there were moments in the sound design watching through these uh, original th- uh, prequel movies real i have a pretty good sound setup and i i noticed a lot of really clunky clunky sound design when it comes to like the um, uh, I guess Foley work like there were some really really cheesy bad sound effects for like simple simple actions that did not need them at all like someone will pick I, up I mean something and it's just like the sound effects
1: like the design of the sound effects yeah the design like, of how things
2: sound and... yeah like the mm-hmm. ships
1: and the guns and all that stuff to really some extent cool. yeah like Bubba Fett's um, ship Bubba. In... It's not Slave 1, but like Bubba Fett's ship in the second Star Wars movie called mm-hmm. Attack of the Clones. The sound design of the lasers and the bombs on that thing was fucking cool. It was just a bad scene.
0: hmm Yeah. And yeah. yeah, the score, of course. The only, uh, yeah. the only thing that I kind of like about the movie is are like some of the shots in space. They have like kind of like a purple color palette. I'm like, that looks interesting. And then that's about Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. That's about it. I think, like, the
1: the concepts art, like, the designs of everything itself is pretty cool. Yeah,
0: like, the variety
2: of the planets and all the different creatures and stuff is is fun.
1: I like the design of General Grievous. I just think he's a bad character, and I really don't... Like, what the fuck even was he? He just came out of nowhere in episode three, and they never set him up for anything.
0: Yeah... (laughs) I I like how all that you had to do was just shoot him in the chest. (laughs) Nobody thought about that. You could just kill him by shooting him in the chest with a laser pistol. But all these Jedis are just so opposed to using any sort of long-range weapons when they would really help at any point. You know, beginning of Episode 2, there's the... the, um... That's part
2: of the issue to me was just the structure of the whole prequel universe just makes no sense to me with how the Jedi are part of this, like... They're almost like a private militia, in a way, that work with the government that, that has also has an army, but they're like generals, is so confusing. The way they're implemented <laughs> when, when in the when the original movies they're like, yeah, Jedi is all about peace, and it, they're kind of like a like a religion in a way, but they, they never really yeah. come across that way in the prequels. They more just are like a, a military force. They go out like to try and end wars, and they're they're on the battlefield in these movies, and it's all they're about training fighting.
0: child soldiers.
1: Yeah, it's like a weird mix
2: yeah there's a scene in this movie really like weird.
1: Hayden Christensen and sam jackson are talking and it's like in this hangar it's like military vehicles i think in the background yeah but it's in the jedi temple so <laughs> i was like what the fuck what is this yeah
2: why is so then this it, there it completely fucks them over when the the army betrays them because yeah. they're already so in- entangled with each other that <laughs> they just they slaughter each other it's so stupid
1: maybe that was palpatine's plan like mess up the Jedi Order by convoluting it with the military. But it makes the Jedi seem incompetent, complex. though. They're supposed yeah, to be it's these just like so dumb.
2: Revered, you know, wise people, but yeah. they they just come across as these like stubborn, unlikable, you know, horrible people that don't want to accept anyone or change their ways or mm-hmm. really enforce any of their ideals. They just kind of
1: and it's so it's so overcomplicated they, too. Yeah, there's too many they characters, what they get I feel like you could trim them down and have a simpler story that works better.
3: Uh, yeah, It's like
1: a bunch of Jedi characters that you're supposed to know that you don't at all. Um, and then they just kill them and you don't know who they are. You're like, okay, I don't give a fuck about that guy.
2: I guess it's sad because they're action figures that you might own. Well, that's Keanu <laughs> yeah. and he's dead now.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you've read the comics or read the books or have the action figures then you know who they are, but I'm just watching. The That's movie. that is
2: the main issue with the prequels. There's <laughs> right. no there's no character drama. And just having them fight on a volcano to me isn't it's not payoff. Because yeah. you have no idea of Obi-Wan and Anakin's relationship. They should have used the first two movies to build up some kind of dynamic between the two, so there would actually be a tragedy to him falling. They have no know I, th- I think
0: there was an attempt. <laughs> I think there was an attempt at that. <laughs> But uh, George Lucas is the, the show don't tell thing. Yeah, the, they just the, like, hey, hey, Obi Wan, that time I saved you. The dialogue kind of yeah. fucking sucks. Man, there's so much cringy dialogue. In these what lines. about the? No, what
2: about like the soap opera melodrama like love story that I think George Lucas was
0: trying to be Ugh. sort of Shakespearean with? You're so beautiful. Yeah. That's because I'm so in love. No, no, it's because I'm so in love with you. I'm so in love. With you. Clap. So love has blinded you. <laughs> I hate <laughs> nothing sand. is
1: worse than the sand. The sand, it's <laughs> the rough sand and coarse is
0: coarse and grainy, and it gets everywhere.
1: <laughs> in terms of the romance, it's better in three than two. I'll give it that. There's
0: no romance. There's no fucking romance in this movie.
1: <laughs> he also kills Padme at the end. Which was nice.
0: I don't know what she sees in him <laughs> after watching the first two movies again. Especially, I don't know why I, you. Guys I don't didn't either. Watch. I don't see what anyone sees like, in anyone. <laughs> she falls in love with him <laughs> as soon as he starts explaining how much of a fucking sociopath he is. He's like, yeah. Why don't we just force people to agree with the government? She's like, ah. That's terrible, but I love you. And then he just rides around on some fucking cow creature, like, torturing it. Like, haha, this is cute. And she's like, haha tee-hee, I'm falling in love. Like, what the hell does she see in him? And she, like, I don't know. Let's think about this for a fucking second. Like, she met him when he was, like, 10. She was already, like, an adult. Yeah. Like, even the act- actress, Natalie Portman, was an a- adult, basically. She was, like, 18 or something. She groomed him. Let's mm-hmm. gender swap for a fucking second. How weird would that be? <laughs> yeah. if it was, like, a little girl. And some Some dude... <laughs> You know,
1: it's a little weird. Yeah, yeah. and they could have just May. not left that. Like they could have just cut out Phantom Menace entirely and started at episode two. And none of that would have been weird. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. I
2: love we how nobody else ages. They would
1: have had more time ages. to develop their romance, too.
0: There's no consistency so between the movies. Anakin the ages develop, like 15 years and everybody else ages two. Yeah,
1: it's like they do all the character development in between the movie. <laughs> and
0: yep. the
2: characters and, they're like, never allowed
0: to. And books
1: and shit.
2: They're never allowed to show any passion or enthusiasm for anything because of the weird, stilted, awkward places they're forced to interact. But compare it to like the original and like all the the emotional things they're put through, and and it's like there's just nothing like that really in the prequel trilogy. It's like great, Anakin won the pod race, great, but what an emotional beat that was.
0: (sighs) Yep, he got to. He got to be free as a slave, and then he promised his mother that he'd come back and visit, and then he didn't. And then when he comes back, he's like, oh, she's dying right away, literally as soon as I come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Revenge of the Sith actually makes
2: Anakin seem like a really naive, dumb character. Like He's he's hanging out with uh, Palpatine all the time, who's saying this really evil-sounding, suspicious stuff. And he just doesn't question it until he literally says, oh, by the way, um, I'm evil.
0: And they're supposed to sense it too, they're Jedi's. Yeah. And they're all hanging around in the same room, like going to fucking business meetings and shit. Like you can't yeah, tell that this is like the, the most badass city, Sith Lord of all time. You can't tell that this guy's like pure mm. evil. <laughs> you know? You're supposed to be able to know. I thought you had that sense. And that is the one thing that makes
2: the scenes of Palpatine pretty fun to me, is he's like the only character who loves what he's doing. He's like just loves being evil. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's kind he, of. That's his makes
1: sense. His motivation is clear. He wants to take over yeah. the fucking universe, and he's evil. I'm like, okay, I understand who he is. What is like? What does Obi Wan want, and what is he doing?
2: He has no character. He's got like no personality <laughs> at all. His personality and, like, is from just how you remember him. the beginning, it should
1: have been: I want to train uh, Hayden Christensen to be the greatest Jedi ever. Yeah. That should have been his motivation from day one, from the first minute of the first movie. <laughs> And then it falls apart for him. It's like like, like you can tell the story so simply and so much better. He's totally fucked it up. (laughs) (laughs) Talk about dropping the ball.
0: What's crazy about these movies is like, I don't know how old you guys were when they came out, but like people fucking loved them. Like it, it was actually something that was like engraved in our culture at the time. And like people were hyped yeah, for each new so movie that it. came out, like people actually really liked them it 's like it 's like the same type of effect that you would see with people enjoying suicide squad, but instead of it just affecting a small group of people who are really, really into the d c universe, it was like everybody because Star Wars is just way too fucking popular and it 's ingrained yeah. into our culture from the get go and it's as it came out, it was just one of those movies where it 's like Everybody has to like it. To prove that you are a part of society, (laughs) to prove that you can fit in, (laughs) you have to love Star Wars. And this is the new thing you have to love. And that's basically what it was. And this was before, like, internet media criticism was, like, really, really popular. Now we don't see as much of that anymore. Or at least you see some opposing voices and people can be comfortable saying, like, oh, well, somebody else disagrees. I'm more comfortable vocalizing my own disagreement sort of thing. But that just wasn't as popular of a thing at the time. And so everybody was just like, oh, yeah, Star Wars. You get to see Yoda doing flips. Why does he even use a cane? I don't know.
1: But Also, I really gave it a chance this time. Like, I didn't walk into this one, again, wanting to hate it. I wanted to see the potential in it. Because after studying George Lucas and seeing all of his movies, I have, like, a new appreciation for the guy. But this movie is just fucking bad. It's just like he totally forgot how to make a movie. They're it's not even good like simplistic
2: adventure serials though like the original Star no. Wars was where sure the characters are simple level. yeah exactly cuz there's just no it's... there's no root in the characters there's just nothing no. to care about and apart it's from special to do effects too much. which now look bad yeah yeah <laughs> they look See, like terrible. the par-
1: the opening is trying to be like an adventure kind of serial adventure where uh, yeah. the main characters go on the ship and have fun and it it doesn't work cuz then immediately after you go to murder <laughs> and fucking, then you go to this silly scene where they have to land the ship. Uh, what a fun landing! Or whatever that dumb line was.
2: Yeah. It goes back and forth. Oh,
1: it doesn't make any sense. Yeah.
2: yeah, it's like stupid adventure serial for half an hour, and then it goes to being this weird political love story drama and then back to being <laughs> yeah, like Shakespeare. a Shakespeare serial. Yeah, It
1: becomes Shakespeare. They're talking on like a balcony.
2: Yeah. Oh dear.
1: What is this movie? What are you doing, George. There's nothing wrong with a Shakespearean take on Star Wars either. Just make the whole movie
0: that. It didn't need to be three movies I, yeah. also. No. Like, nothing happens. No.
2: <laughs> There's no through line it's on so the trilogy. Boring. The characters aren't really different at the end, particularly, uh, aside from things no. you're told that are now different. Like, his his progression from being a, a kid to being Darth Vader is so... It's just nothing. There's no meat there. It's just the most yeah. obvious things where he's like... You can imagine him with his pen. Oh, I gotta make this innocent little kid into the most ruthless bad guy ever put in in like cinema history and pop culture. Uh, how about his mom died, and then he has to fight his friend? There we go. He <laughs> just end. becomes
1: like a brat. The entire yeah. time, he comes across as a brat.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. the Jedi are the same. They don't same...
1: challenge his character either. Yeah. There's no like, there's no points where he's really happy and then super down and then he goes back up and redeems himself he's just annoying the entire yeah. trilogy. <laughs> he's just a little fucking asshole.
0: Yeah. And Hayden Christensen does not help. He kind of sucks. Yeah. He kind of really sucks. And, and like, his like he's voice annoying, really and the it.
1: Jedi don't enable him at all. But then Palpatine does and he just gives in to Palpatine really easily.
2: And there's like, no baseline understanding moron. of like they keep talking about like a prophecy or something like that. Uh, it's like you n- you never yeah. understand what like the prophecy is or what it's even telling. They just keep saying, "Oh yeah, Anakin's yeah. important, so you should believe that he's important because you know he's going to be the one Vader that eventually. will
1: bring balance to the Force." That's what they say. What yeah. that means, I don't know.
2: I don't
1: know.
0: They need balance. Like it's everything thing. seems okay yeah. to me right now. Yeah,
3: yeah,
0: yeah. What was happening beforehand? <laughs> Needed balance. <Yeah.
2: laughs> I'm right. curious, though, Adam. Which one of the three did you? Enjoy
0: the most, the third one because things happened at the end. Nothing happened in the other movies. They're all just really fucking boring and annoying. It, it's just it's so irritating. It's so incredibly irritating. And I I was only able to watch through all three of them because I had described video on, and that made that made it bearable. You have no idea. Like I I guess you guys didn't rewatch like the first two, but like. You have no idea what it's like to come back to the first movie and experience Jar Jar again for, like, the first time. No, like, oh, he's yeah. so more it. I saw annoying it. than you I've remember. seen
1: all of them last year.
2: It's so insane. Really, yeah, I watched them recently, too. He's super
0: annoying. Yeah. Holy crap. He's also, like, offensive. Like, all, all of that thing All of just... the fucking characters are offensive <laughs> in different ways. But, yeah, yeah. there's a yeah. shit ton of racist stereotypes, especially in episode one.
1: Watto? <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh... <laughs> Gonna give you the party! <laughs> that
2: fucking guy. gonna work on me. Oh, money.
0: <laughs> yeah. George. George, what are you doing? Awful. Come on. Yeah. What are you doing, George?
1: At least Star Wars doesn't do that anymore. No, of course. We don't have fucking like racist <laughs> characters. <laughs> 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 People are like, oh, the new Disney movies are so awful. They're so awful. Like, yeah, they're not this bad. I'm sorry. Like, I Last Jedi might be better than this even.
2: <laughs> there are two good Star Wars movies. The first one, An Empire, and after that, it's just like a shit show. it, it shows how limited one? the idea is?
1: You said the so, first one. You mean Episode One? <laughs> I,
2: the first one is in A New Hope, An Empire.
1: Uh, yeah, New Hope.
2: <laughs> Those are the two good Star Wars movies, and everything after that is just, it's just fan fiction, basically. It's just total like yeah. garbage, you know.
0: I don't know. Mm-hmm. I liked I liked episode six more than I liked four and five.
3: Yeah,
1: I wouldn't say Return of the Jedi doesn't count as like a good Star Wars movie. It's not as good as the other two. But it's not as good. I still like it.
0: It's it's yeah. It's where it began. Yeah. Is all yeah. I mean. And then
1: all the prequels and all the Disney stuff is really bad.
0: I enjoyed so. the sixth one more than four and five. Things actually, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. it felt like there was more consequence. You know, four and five, oh, yeah, everybody's so your just favorite one? yeah. It was it was really it was really a breath of fresh air when somebody got shot (laughs) in episode six I was like, oh, (laughs) that can happen? Not just everybody's like the has the worst aim of all time. There are characters that can get shot? Holy shit. Do you think the prequels would be
2: more bearable if they had the kind of production value more akin to the originals or what the sequels are like now? Probably.
1: Yeah. But like we're talking about redesigning the whole movie from the ground up.
2: Because yeah. the reason
1: the movie looks so bland is because it's all shot in like a green screen room, right?
2: Yeah.
3: Like,
1: I if this movie had a stronger visual style and like real sets all the time, it would be way better. I don't think there's any arguing that. This, the filmmaking needed some energy.
3: Hmm.
0: I I was baffled when we got scenes like Anakin and Padme just having dinner, and he's like eating a pear. And then in the window, it's all computer animated, like in the background. I'm like, you could, this is just a sky outside. You could have filmed that on planet Earth, and that could have been anywhere. It's just the sky. Why does that have to look like a computer? Why did you seriously have to film this scene in a green screen studio? It was George Lucas flexing, basically. It was him being was lazy. bragging. Yeah. yeah.
1: it was it was partly him he being didn't lazy partly the movie. Him wanting to revolutionize computer effects.
0: Yeah, he just like He, he wanted to he revolutionize wanted to computer effects so that movie. he could be
1: lazy and sit in his chair and direct movies. Yeah. That's it.
0: He didn't want to go outside. Yeah,
2: exactly. That's what made the originals so like revolutionary for the time. It felt like gritty and real and the effects were so impressive. But now it's just it's just embarrassing. They didn't there was like no thought for the future of how these movies would age either. Like, I didn't even no. think that perhaps um, in 10 years' time, these movies, like, might look worse because there'll be better CG and effects will be improved. There's just no thought put into yeah. it.
1: <laughs> and Star Wars still holds up, the original ones. I mean, they're obviously, they don't look real. You could see the effects and the scenes, mm-hmm. but it looks cool.
2: A charming little miniature inspired. will always, yeah, yeah very a, charming. A miniature will always be more charming and nice to look at than... Saboba walking around, yeah. or Jar Jar, or pear, <laughs> CG pear flying through the sky. <laughs>
1: and they're just good stories, too. Like, they, everyone shows the George Lucas interview footage of him saying the story is the most important thing, visual effects don't mm-hmm. matter. Like, he doesn't even follow his own advice. But it's true. He just yeah. forgot how to tell a story. These stories no heart. suck. That's the biggest problem. There's no heart.
0: Do you guys remember the uh, opening sequence to episode two where Obi-Wan just, like, fucking jumps out of a window at the assassin droid for no reason.
2: Yeah. That movie's yeah. really
0: bad for changing character, like, motivations around. Like,
2: that should have totally. been Anakin. That would fit way more into something he yeah. would do. Yeah, I agree, actually.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah,
2: right. it, it just makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. And then, it, like... No consistency then, with the characters.
0: Like, if the droid just, like, moved to the side, he'd, he'd fall to his death. But he grabs on, <laughs> Anakin picks him up in a flying car... And then when Anakin's like driving the flying car or flying it, piloting it, whatever, like Obi-Wan's like, you're, you're driving, you're driving too crazy. And, he, and Anakin's like, I thought yeah. you liked flying. He's like, I do like flying. <laughs> what you're doing is suicide. I'm like, you just jumped out the fucking window <laughs> and grabbed onto an assassin droid that if, if it wanted to, as it's carrying you around, it could have killed you at any point. What are you talking yeah. about? Your driving is like suicide. I do like flying. This is too risky. What you just did—that bullshit. There are weird
2: issues like that with bringing these characters, like Yoda, for example, into a battlefield, like a traditional battlefield. Where I think it's in episode two, where he's he's trying to com- command like the the clones, and he has some ridiculous line: yeah, "Battle like, of Geonosis." Around the battle, a perimeter create, and it's like the most <laughs> absurd way of trying to convey instructions. It's it's so silly. It's too far. Like, Yoda, in the original movies, is just, like, this little imp and the whole kind of joke or irony of the scene is that he's, like, the most powerful Jedi, but he looks like a tiny little swamp creature. Like, that's what makes him work. Putting him into a battlefield and then having him jump around is so... It just breaks everything that was good about the character.
0: That that whole fight sequence at the end of episode two where he's, like, fucking doing flips. I remember before that came out, I remember, like, every single ad on TV, every TV spot, everywhere... They would always show Yoda doing flips, and people were so fucking <laughs> yeah. hyped. They were like, "We get this to see lightsaber. him fight!" Yeah. Like nerd boners <laughs> everywhere, and it was so insane. Like people were so fucking hyped so for that. Goofy, though. It's so goofy. It's incredibly goofy. Because the truth
1: is, Yoda is like one of the most powerful Jedi. He doesn't even need a lightsaber.
0: He,
2: he needs could fucking walk though. into a
1: room and like kill it makes everyone. Makes seem
2: with... weaker, ironically. By it having makes him you're
1: right. Or... It makes him seem weaker. Like the Jedi, like the lightsaber is just like a weapon the Jedi have. It's not like the focal point. It's not the pinnacle of what a Jedi is, and that's what these movies mm-hmm. make it seem. Like they just solely rely on the the lightsabers all the time and not the Force.
2: There's literally a line. He says, "This weapon is your life." I think in the second
1: one. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, they completely butcher the Force and what it means, and take all the mysticism out of it.
0: I love how, uh, at the end of his fight scene. Dooku manages to get away because like Anakin and Obi-Wan are like passed out on the ground and then Dooku is like, okay, I'm going to make this gigantic, gigantic pillar slowly fall on them. And then Yoda gets distracted and Yoda's like, oh no, I have to use the force to save them. And is like channeling all of his energy and spends like 30 seconds like while Dooku gets away. I'm like, you could have just moved Anakin and Obi-Wan out of the way. With the force. <laughs> yeah. Like they're a lot lighter. You could have just pushed them out of the way. Like, why'd you do that? There's so much stupid bullshit. There's so much stupid bullshit that doesn't make any sense.
1: The whole <laughs> Battle of Geonosis at the end is fucking awful. It all looks fake. It looks like a PlayStation 1 game.
2: Yeah, Terrible. everything looks no fake. No stakes the entire part of the at time. all. Because oh it's God. literally
1: robots and clones. There's yeah. two
2: armies you didn't know nothing about fighting.
1: No, nothing about. That have no souls or any. Like, it's just yeah. clones and fucking droids. <laughs> no <laughs> one. If if all of them died, nothing would matter.
0: Slay <laughs> so I think out of all three of them episode two is probably the worst for me It's like the most boring and then the only entertaining parts are just so laughably bad Does anybody remember do do you guys remember the um, like that whole conveyor belt scene where they're all like basically of course? They're basically just in a video game like dodging all this mechanical shit And then R2 like tries to kill C3PO for some reason Like he pushes him <laughs> he pushes off. Like him why didn't you try to it. kill totally your friend? Pointless. Like why did you do that? And then C three PO gets like his fucking head taken off. And then he's like, "Oh, C three PO is a battle droid now." Like what? Yeah, and then yeah. he shows up in the battle <laughs> as though it's supposed to be funny. It doesn't make any sense. Oh, there's there's a fan cut
2: that someone did of the prequels to try and make them bearable. And that whole mm-hmm. convey about fight scene is just taken out, and That's it doesn't hilarious. affect anything.
1: Yeah, A lot of stuff is cut out. Jar Jar's cut out. Well, like, someone took all three movies and edited them into one movie,
2: because yeah.
0: really, you could. Because yeah. most of them are pointless. I'd be interested in <laughs> seeing that, <laughs> And actually. that's what they did.
1: Yeah, it's pretty cool.
2: I think the movie ends as the helmet is lowered onto Hayden Christian's and that's where it ends. Yeah. Instead of him going,
1: no! It, does, it cuts <laughs> out the no! Yeah, all that stuff <laughs> is awful. But again, it shows how much fans how much they love Star Wars that they re-edited these movies to make them good like they Mm -hmm. want them to be good they want the story to be told well it just wasn't
0: i kind of want to talk about that ending sequence because so so Mm -hmm. like obi-wan's like you're like a brother to me but then he just leaves anakin to burn to death like it doesn't put him out of his misery or anything like okay (laughs) you just walk away and then for some reason anakin stops being on fire because that's how fire works you know, the fire just <laughs> ma- magically goes out, even though he's like halfway into lava, and then yeah, so he's, he's, again, he's like, it's like a video game. He's he's so injured <laughs> and has all these burns and like a missing arm or whatever, whatever, and and like they only put him in the suit theoretically because because that's what saves his life, but the suit that they put mm-hmm. on him already has the cape because I guess without the cape he's not Darth Vader, but it's like you're, this is a medical environment where you're trying to, like, save his life? <laughs> you just have this, this this suit that's supposed to help him, but you you put a cape on it just for some reason? Like, wh-
2: why? It's just prequelitis. It's like th- they know all this imagery has to be in there so it can nicely lead into episode four. That's the only right. reason. I was reading, actually, that George Lucas did plan to have, a like, a 10-year-old Han Solo in the movie on the planet oh, Kashyyyk being raised that. by Chewbacca. Oh boy, that would have been, that would have been, like, disastrous. I can't even
0: imagine how terrible that would have been. <laughs> Apparently the original yeah. cut was, like, over four hours long. Four For hours. For this last film, yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and it probably was just the action
2: scenes. Like, there clearly wasn't any, like, character development in there. It would have just been, like, Action scenes joke and dumb comedy.
1: Scenes. Like, a lot was cut out of that opening. A lot was cut out of yeah. the beginning. When they go to Grievous' ship. Because it was so goofy. <laughs>
0: I um I so know. so we like, have the, the, the whole plot <laughs> with like Padme and how she's dying, right? But she's yeah. not yeah. dying for any good reason other than it's gonna happen because he dreamt it when she's
1: gonna die in childbirth, yeah, right? For no reason. Yeah. yeah. And
0: yeah. and <laughs> I I love I love that the medical robot, something that's supposed to provide some sort of like objective assessment. Like it's a robot it's supposed to provide some sort of medical assessment and the robot comes out <laughs> and says she's fine medically But she's lost the will to live <laughs> so she's dying and all I'm thinking is like okay first of all that's a bunch of hogwash Second if you can if you can tell that she's dying then she's not fine medically what what? What could you possibly measure? to determine that she's dying and then also say she's fine medically. What, her heart's slowing down? Because that would make her not fine medically. What do you mean she's medically fine, but she's lost the will to live and you can tell that she's dying? <laughs> How can you tell she's dying if she's fine medically? A lot of the film is like that.
2: They just say things that they don't expect you to question ever.
0: It's so yeah, stupid. It doesn't
1: make any sense. doesn't make yeah, any look, there's sense.
2: There's that line in, in The Phantom Menace where it's at the very beginning of the movie where they're being gassed and they're sending the droids in and... Uh, the character was just, one of those fish people says something like, destroy what's left of them, e- even though they would have been gassed. Like, why, why would they send droids in to destroy what's left of, of a poisoned Jedi? Like, it just makes no sense.
0: Like, why, why have
2: them say that. anything at all?
0: Yeah, I don't know what you're expecting, Ralph. I really don't know what you're expecting. Like, I was
1: expecting us to rewatch it and think it was a masterpiece.
0: Really? But sadly, that's didn't happen. No. What <laughs> <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> I wanted to give it a chance, though. And Ralph there is, is a lot right, to talk about
2: here. Loads yeah. of people talk about the, the, this one in particular as if it's like the saving grace of the prequels, but I just I just can't see it. I mean,
0: I it has one of the best uh, pieces fatter. of music in it. The music's pretty great throughout all of them, but like it it is really a massive testament to how bad these films are. That even with a great score, they're still the most boring, terrible movies ever
2: i guarantee the only like emotional resonance people have with this movie is because of that score it's the only thing the only thing that's like holding it together somewhat it's the only thing with like emotion behind it and like weight and the grandiose kind of star wars thing Mm -hmm. they've always been going for nothing else has that and it has the heart it's the only thing with it
0: you were supposed to be the chosen one yeah, it's. No!
2: It uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you, no. you, never, you never really explained that, but whatever. Him being the chosen one?
1: <laughs> this movie sucks. One out of five. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Yeah, I'd give it the same. One out of five. Yeah.
0: I, okay.
2: Yeah. I was I,
1: debating a two, because it is better than one and two, but not. Nah. It, it I sucks. don't, yeah,
2: unlike Adam, I don't find it them boring because I just find them so hilarious to watch, and they're there's so <laughs> much
0: that just nothing happening. Just the memes. There's so much. It's just a total waste. It's, yeah. I, was, I was in serious pain. I didn't think I was going <laughs> to make it. <laughs> you know, part of it actually made it
2: more enjoyable for me was just picturing you, Adam, sat there oh, watching good. this movie. I'm glad. That was so funny today. Yeah. <laughs> Watching Hayden Christensen's bad acting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is where
1: the fun begins. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: oh, God.
0: Not an enjoyment. Hit the buzz droid, experience.
1: center eye.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, my ratings for the film have not changed, so revisiting them was a completely pointless experience. <laughs> so
2: First film,
0: ratings? one out of 12nd film, one out of ten. Third film, two out of ten. Because something happened but at the end. Are you ends, glad you but...
1: double checked? No. Now
0: you never, <laughs> no, have, to I'm not. No, you never have to watch this again. No, I already knew I didn't need yeah. to watch it again.
1: Well, now you're double (laughs) sure. Yeah, now we have now we have
0: like an entire conversation detailing why I'm never going to watch this shit again. (laughs) (laughs) But the memes,
1: it's not worth it. Go to prequel memes. Uh, It's a Reddit page. It's very good. Okay, that's fun stuff on there. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Better than the movies.
0: (laughs) Yeah, such a frustrating experience. They're so long. It is. Nothing happens. I don't give a shit about anybody. Like, kill <laughs> off all the characters, please. I don't care. Just Terrible end, end the effects. movie. Yeah, everything looks like shit. Dialogue sucks. Bad characters lore. suck. The music Ruinly is original good.
3: original Priorities bad. completely Jackson's wrong. hmm
1: Bad, inconsistent tone, or no tone at all.
2: Epic jaw Jar day.
1: Ugh. Yeah, Jar Jar was good. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> How about Jar Jar in two and three? He's barely in them. Three, he's only in the funeral scene at the very end, which was weird.
0: Yeah, he becomes oh. like a representative of Naboo. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> For some reason. Just he's rep- a Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But
0: apparently, yeah. there's a
2: deleted scene where George Lucas. No, sorry, Palpatine. Like, thanks, Jar Jar, for <laughs> letting him get into power <laughs> in the third one.
3: <laughs>
0: yep. Terribly annoying voice, terribly annoying character. Every line sucks. One of the <laughs> subtitles that bugged me. That smells stink a whiff, he said. <laughs> like, fuck off. None of these words are cute. None of them steps are funny. The poop? Yeah. yeah. He was I trying to capture
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> this is line. <laughs>
2: What he says? Step in the poopy.
1: Well, he's well, he steps in poop, and he's like, ah, I stepped in the poopy, or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that it's so. I hate these fucking movies <sighs> so much.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Ralph. Oh, that's awesome. This was this was your that like was answer to the to the previous recommendation of of Dielman. John Dealman. You you recommended Talk even about more boring of movies, though. This was more boring. <laughs> You're supposed to recommend something like fast <laughs> But See, it paced.
1: shows like a woman in her house cleaning her bathtub can be a more engaging film than a fucking two hundred million dollar space epic with tons of characters and action.
0: If six hours of it, yeah. If this yeah. trilogy was not connected to a universe that people were already seriously invested in and loved from the get go, then it would have been about as successful and well received as Jupiter Ascending. Or Valerian, or something like that. Something yeah. like that. Like, they, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be able to stand by itself, you know? Like, it, it's not... They're not good movies <laughs> at all. <laughs> they're really annoying. Mm-hmm. Nobody would love them. There's no characters that anybody would fall in love with. It's all just people who want to see how the universe they already love started. It's like, they want more context. Mm-hmm. They want yeah. all the nerd lore. And that's it. Right. I think. And what you get isn't even good. Yeah. <laughs> that's my interpretation, anyway before
2: we move on I have one question for you Adam go for it is uh, is the Madagascar trilogy better or worse than the Star Wars prequel trilogy
0: it's better <laughs> it's better it's better
1: <laughs> listen for who they're made for Madagascar is made for children uh, children like it Star Wars is made for me uh, the prequels were I fucking hate them so
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah Madagascar trilogy was much better than the prequel trilogy damn That's some shade right there. I don't think it's unreasonable. I think it's pretty uh, accurate from myself, at least.
2: Yeah. I'm with you, of course. Well, we know. (laughs) 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 Uh, Okay, let's move on. I suppose it's time for questions, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So if you want to leave your own questions for us to answer on this year's Sardonicast, head over to the Sardonicast Reddit, where Ralph will... Leave a thread, and you can ask whatever you like, and then I'll comb through and find some nice questions. Let's start with one that I guess kind of fits in with this theme of horrible, unlikable characters. From CoolKid1692, who says, Is a single character enough to ruin a movie? If so, what are some examples? I have one.
1: Cat Dennings in Thor 2.
2: That is a good example, yeah. She makes that movie way more unlikable. Yep. I'd it actually forgotten yours. about that. Uh, I think I've mentioned him before, but Ben from Treasure Planet, he's like this robot voiced by Martin Short yeah. who screams every line. Really irritating.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of uh, comic relief characters in children's films that wind up doing that. Like the polar bears in Balto yeah. were really fucking annoying. In what? Balto? Balto. Why don't I know and what that is? Uh, it's a. I don't think it's Don Bluth, but it's like the same generation. Wait, was it Don Bluth? I don't know.
2: Oh, that one. Yeah, I know the one. Yeah. You mean? I've Slide, never seen it but sled I know the Sled dog movie
0: or whatever it was.
2: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: There's some really annoying yeah. comic Maybe relief characters. It eh, no. It's not great. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't know. Mary Jane and Spider Man almost ruins it.
2: Mm. Yeah, that's
0: another we were one. talking
1: about Dark Crystal. The main characters in Dark Crystal, yeah, were that's pretty
2: a, bad. It's so yeah. weird.
0: Main characters basically ruining a movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: There's that. There's that. Um, animated Adam Sandler movie. It's it called? Eight Crazy um, Nights. Eight Crazy that?
3: Nights. Yeah, I hate that movie.
2: <laughs> yeah. Any others? Hmm. Um,
1: uh, the guy from uh, Clash of the Titans. There's like a little owl. It's like supposed to be the comedic relief. Really oh, that thing! Only. Yeah, I forgot his name.
2: Shuku, <laughs> something like that. Some alliteration. Yeah. Count doo B- Boo. Sure. <laughs> <Short.
1: laughs>
2: Buzzboo, something like that. That that will do. Buzzboo.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna look it up. <laughs> just so, I want to see if it's Buzzboo. See how right I am. <laughs> yeah. Boobo. Boobo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Buzzboo. <laughs> cool. I don't yeah, know. I hate fucking
3: boobo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sometimes it's how the character acts and is written. Sometimes how it's how it's performed. Like, there's child actors that can really bring a movie down. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: that's true. Mm-hmm.
0: Really yeah. depends on the movie. Oh, this
1: reminds me. This is totally off topic, but I sure. saw Lion King. I enjoyed it.
0: Nice. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just to you. let you guys
1: know, I finally saw it. Thank you. Yeah, Jeremy Irons was great.
0: Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's like one of the best voice acting really performances voice. of all time <laughs> Right,
1: he was actually very good. Yeah, everyone was very good in that James Earl Jones fucking killed it anyway Not to go off topic. Just wanted to say
2: Yeah, I've been <laughs> meaning to rewatch that. Yeah,
1: that's actually. the thing We've too is like that's an animated
0: time. kids movie where Even the comic relief characters like they serve their purpose. They're not super annoying. They're great. Yeah And Timon they're introduced and at a kind of funny. point because exactly. it's like a very
1: dark point in the story and then they come in mm-hmm. and it's perfect. yeah, yeah. And they're genuinely
0: funny. Yeah. those so. th- That worked really well. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Agreed.
0: Could have been much more annoying, but it wasn't.
2: Let's go to one from Cole Foxy, who says, Have you ever watched a movie and then immediately regretted that you weren't in the right mood for it? What would be an example of a movie for which you'd need to be in a very specific mood to enjoy it?
1: Like Lawrence of Arabia. It's mm-hmm. very long. And it's a great yeah. movie, but you gotta you gotta reserve some time and you gotta be awake.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: David Lynch movies. David Lynch movies are like that too.
0: I don't know if I've ever told you my uh, story about Eraserhead. There's so many people that are just so mad at me about this. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I well, (laughs) because I wanted to. You
1: got to watch it all the way through. Yeah, Yeah.
0: because he removed chapter selections, and I was like, okay, I'm tired. And out of respect for the movie, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to sleep, and I'm gonna catch it again Mm -hmm. in the morning. And then I woke up and realized that David Lynch removed chapter selections from the DVD because he's really, uh, <laughs> he really doesn't want you to be able to watch it in, in any way that's not his way. <laughs> and so I was like, yeah, okay, well, this the DVD player has like, film. it had like maximum four times speed on my DVD player and I had to return the disc because so I never watched it again. Not out of spite. I'm not like protesting against the movie. Some people think I am. I would love <laughs> to watch it again. I just never got around to it. And it it's like the fault of the director, basically.
1: Well, you Damn. might get a chance coming up. <gasps> <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> we'll see.
2: Yeah, I'd say similar things, kind of like First Reformed pops into my mind. It's a great movie. Slow, though, and you kind of have to be in the right mood to be into that kind of thoughtful, slow, plodding discussion type movie like that. Yeah. Yeah. And the same with last episode's movie, too uh, Gene Delman. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one where I feel like you want to, you want to be at least somewhat prepared for a 3 hour long movie and not go in like spiteful and wanting to hate it off the get go just cuz of how long it is
0: <laughs> yeah i that, that yeah. this is exactly why i waited so long to watch uh tarkovsky's stalker is because i mm-hmm. i wanted to make sure that i was in the right environment that there wouldn't be like roommates walking around while yeah. i did it and i had enough yeah. time and i was mm-hmm. awake enough i wasn't all already like preoccupied with other things there's sometimes where you need to like be able to put yourself in the ideal environment to be able to watch something depending on what your expectations exactly. are, I guess. So that would be an yeah. answer right there. Right. But I guess I could say the Turin horse <laughs> wasn't really in the right mindset to watch that. Saw it in theaters, yeah. uh, Vancouver film fest. I was still working at Best Buy at the time. And I, it, I had invited a coworker to hang out with me for like the first time ever. Like we, we had become friends. This is the first time that I'd ever invited him to do something outside of work or whatever. Like yeah, we'll go to the film fest. Just pick the random movie because it had the worst word "horse" in the title, and um, <laughs> wound up uh, watching it. And I was like, "Oh man!" Like the entire time I was watching it, I was like more concerned about his experience than actually experiencing the movie because I it, it's such a right, yeah. it's almost like a Jean Del- Dillman kind of thing. And you know, from what I remember about it, not as much of a point, and also a bit more like I still don't like it that much, but I'm willing to give it a second shot at some point. But during that movie, I was like, "Oh man." like this is the first impression i'm giving to my coworker who i have mm-hmm. no idea what his film tastes are and it this is just like <laughs> some of the most like boring slow shit that i could possibly be watching perhaps if i had yeah. watched it again and i wasn't in that mindset then maybe i would have enjoyed it more but mm. i mean i from what i remember it's there was i didn't really have a Jean dielman experience like even even that movie like it stayed in my head and i appreciated it after i watched it even if my first viewing Mm -hmm. wasn't like something where i fell in love with it i still appreciated its existence whereas the turin horse just not so much
2: okay let's go to one from screensaver who says what are some of your favorite creature designs in any movie some creatures
1: uh recently a new hellboy movie came out which is fucking awful from, from what I've heard, yeah, uh, but like the original Hellboy the Guillermo one has tons of great creature designs Including Hellboy himself, but also like his sidekicks and and the Golden mm-hmm. Army was fucking cool And they're like these orc creatures that look cool
0: mm-hmm uh, yeah. The fun from Pan's Labyrinth. It's yeah. a good one. Yeah, I like the yeah.
2: Pale Man from Pan's Labyrinth. Mm-hmm. That's a really oh, yeah that great. Guillermo Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Guillermo is great with creature design.
2: Yeah, I also really like the Skeksis from the Dark Crystal Probably the best thing about that oh, movie. Yeah. The design yeah. of those creatures.
0: Mm-hmm. That looks great. The uh the bear from Annihilation Xenomorph. without spoiling anything. Xenomorph, yeah. Anything HR Giger, I guess. Yeah. Lots of lots of great creature design out there. The thing, if you want to call that a design. I mean, there's separate monsters Designs. that appear yeah. in the <laughs> yeah, film. Like it takes many amazing. different forms, but like every single one is just mm-hmm. so cool so effective and scary yeah. and bizarre and very very well uh, orchestrated in terms of how they did it practically that's like one yeah. of the best yeah. creature design practical effects movie ever in my opinion probably yeah. the
1: best I can't probably for sure one honestly one that gets such visceral reactions out of me
0: i think it's my favorite horror movie
1: yeah mm-hmm. uh, that's a lot of people's favorite horror movies so that's a good one <laughs> it's a good pick i'm uh, mm-hmm. between that and halloween which are like both john carpenter so, mm-hmm. <laughs> that guy knows what the fuck he's doing.
2: Mm-hmm. Any more before we move on?
1: George R. Banks? Oh. <laughs>
2: the best. <laughs> Top uh, tier. Dark,
1: I guess Darth Vader's not a monster.
2: Like, Jabba the Hutt's quite a good one. Like, the yeah, version, Jabba the Jabba's... Hutt's a good one.
1: Yeah. I guess. <laughs> I guess. That's your favorite one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: Well, with Jabba the Hutt in it.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I love it's, Star Wars. Star Wars. it's so exhilarating yeah.
2: I, just, I really don't give a shit
1: It's contagious
2: <laughs> Okay Let's move on to one from the Uyu U- show What do you guys think is collectively your favorite Slash least favorite type of movie well, I interpret that as I guess Genres
0: I think we've had this question before uh, And we talked about kind of like The definition of what was uh considered like a chick or romantic comedy sort of thing but right oh, yeah. since since then i've actually realized that there's another that i should have included on this as my least favorite type of movie bollywood mm-hmm. bollywood movies oh. suck and they're oh you do so... like bollywood movies? well like <laughs> it, they have the same problem as as like nerd bro comic book movies on imdb where if you find one on the top 250 chances are it's just not really deserving of that spot and just just there's a <laughs> yeah. this hardcore fan base that loves it so much but it's like i don't know it, it not really my kind of thing and so like every bollywood yeah, movie that sad. shows up on the top 250 I, I try watching it and it's just so cheesy and bad and all this terrible overdramatic editing and like acting <laughs> sucks yeah. i hate the story i hate the characters i'm like fuck i want to watch a good bollywood movie but I, in- I, I enjoy
1: never it um I enjoy that stuff a lot, but y- yeah, it's not for you, probably. <laughs> it's not for a lot of people, I totally understand. Yeah. They're also very long Bollywood movies, and they are usually a lot of different genres within one
2: movie. Romantic comedies, I feel like the good ones are an exception to the rule, normally. You can normally bank yeah. on them being a certain type of annoying t- kind of movie, so mm-hmm. that would be my bit for least favorite.
1: I was going to say Mockbuster. Yeah, the, I was thinking about. You're saying just that. taking someone else's movie and just fucking redoing it, a, a cheaper version. Yep. Like trying yeah. to walk it off of it. How dare you? Like that's just offensive, and it's bad.
0: Those are kind of funny to me. <laughs> like though. it's got an extra layer to it. <laughs> I get more. Yeah, enjoyment yeah they're than those funny. Than Some movies. sometimes
1: they're funny. A lot of the times they're really boring and transparent.
0: Uh,
2: yeah. So. No, I'd agree with that.
0: And then for I guess my favorite genre would just be something that's not really a genre movie at all. Like if something's Something, like incredibly unique like and I thing? haven't seen it before, you know, Cause mm. you can't really categorize all those. Like, into what the same genre spot. is The Holy Mountain? Exactly.
1: What genre is that in?
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Religious Fantasy, experience? dark comedy. I guess that.
2: I'm just a sucker for science fiction, though, in general.
1: Yeah, science fiction drama. <laughs> that seems to be what we steer toward the most. Yeah. I love action films, and I hope to recommend more
0: action films.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm the same. Future
0: that you guys haven't seen. Yeah, yeah I haven't seen uh, Police Story yet, but I got the Criterion Ooh. pre-ordered. So. Nice. Cool. Looking yeah, forward to that. Police Story's
1: a good one. Hard boil?
0: I haven't seen that either. I've only seen the bad John Woo films. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Face Off?
0: Yeah. <laughs> those,
3: those fucking
0: things? Epi- when yeah, Talkers?
1: Seen <laughs> <laughs> you ever see Wind Talkers? That no. movie's fucking awful. <laughs> it's so bad. It's like a war movie, but it's done in that John Woo style, like, over-the-top, ridiculous. It doesn't yeah. work at all, because it's a war movie. <laughs> it's World <laughs> War II. <laughs> this is not how World War II was, John Woo.
2: Faker Daker has one for us. What is the most suffering that you guys have ever done for a video, and did it pay off?
1: <sighs> suffering. Nutshack. That's an easy one.
2: Well, just being taken down over and over.
1: No, the, the show itself. Fuck all that stuff. The oh, show just itself getting through it. agonizing to get through. Yeah. <laughs> all that other stuff that's like the that's the cherry on the shit cake. <laughs> the show is awful awesome. and mm-hmm. like painful to get through one episode, let let alone a whole season. I only saw like 5 episodes of it cuz I couldn't take it.
2: Damn. Anyway. It really depends. <laughs> <That's brilliant. laughs> it depends? Yeah, I mean Doesn't like one not spring into your mind.
0: Unfriended was a really difficult one to get through, not because of the film itself, but because like when I yeah. when I create my reviews, a lot of what's put into them is kind of come up with on the spot, especially the editing jokes where I'm like, oh, yeah, there, this would be a great opportunity for a gag here and a gag here. And I was still using FCP seven when I was editing those. And basically it, it it was a film where because it was all on a computer screen, like there was so much opportunity for just funny gags that I could put in and like taking other YouTubers and putting them in the Skype call and all that. And the editing takes so long for those kinds of things. And so basically the entire series of, of that review was just like so many editing gags and it just took so long. And that was at a point in time where like, I was like getting kicked out of my old place because the landlord wanted the property back. And like my channel was, you know, there weren't that many videos being posted on there. And I was like, in the middle of the synecdoche New York review. And I was just like, ah shit, I got to get something funny out because people have been itching for that. It was a very stressful point in time, especially just because of how long each of those video parts took. So that would be one of them where like, I definitely suffered for Mm. it, but now it's like people watch them and without that context of just what it went into it, like they're great videos and I, I I'm happy with how they Mm -hmm. turned out.
1: It paid off. Yeah, the editing on those is super yeah. smooth. I
0: wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to yeah. like the sacrifice. Fi- like the
1: faces on the footage are like seamless. Like you <laughs> put Chris Stuckman in one of the boxes, like in the Skype call. Like <laughs> yeah. if you're not paying attention, you don't even notice it because it's so
0: seamless. <laughs> yeah, I, I really like jokes like that so, where it's like you can watch yeah. it again and maybe pick up on something else the second time. And I like films yeah, like, exactly. that. You I know, I like that. I want to reflect that too. in the things that I create. So yeah, that would be one for sure. Well,
1: especially because they're long. They're long videos, so I, I some people watch them a few times because mm-hmm. they watch them like they're like films <laughs> or something. And yeah, so it's good to put like multiple viewing things in there for people, whether mm-hmm. they're jokes or like little analysis stuff. It's fun.
2: For me, it would probably be the the not Disney collection video where oh, I had yeah? to watch like yeah, eight, a eight, a long eight ripoff rip off movies. Yeah, but I I edited it within twenty four hours. Because oh, I really? had to go away for like oh, the shit. next couple of weeks, so I I just drank loads of caffeine and I edited that entire video in one. That was fucking shit. <laughs> yeah, was horrible. <laughs>
0: yeah, <It> was horrible. <laughs> wow. I'm coming up on something like that pretty soon because I'm gonna be away for a while in May, and so I'm I'm like right now I'm like oh fuck I gotta get some stuff ready so I can release something before yeah before that point and holy shit not looking forward to it but I've done it before so. See how yeah, that goes. You have to do now and again.
2: Yeah, it is just painful in general. Like when you when you do a long video on like something particularly bad, you wind up seeing and knowing whatever this material is in and out so thoroughly by the end of it. You're just so sick of seeing every frame of like whatever it is, the movie yeah. or TV show that it, by the end you just never want to see it again. <laughs>
1: Also, while I'm editing and I put in the footage, I usually notice like 20 more things and I re-record. Yeah. And it yeah. usually makes the whole process so much more painful. Do you guys have that same thing? Yeah, Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it just keeps, it's like an endless cycle of that where you just keep adding more yeah. in. And, and <laughs> like you see more footage <laughs> and you're like, oh, I gotta add more. It, it's like an endless cycle until you go, okay, I gotta cut this fucking video out.
0: I was, uh, <laughs> I was mentioning to Alex that uh, from the time that I watched Endgame... And then just immediately started recording, did that the entire day, and then I passed it on to um, my friend Damo, who does the editing for a lot of the quickies. They worked on it for like eight Mm -hmm. hours, and then I woke back up, and I started going through the rest of it, added more stuff, took some stuff out, and edited the rest of it together. And that whole process, like the video was literally constantly being worked on, even when I was asleep, because it got passed on, and then I started working on it again. And that whole process was like 36 hours. Of just like one video yeah. of stop So I didn't really get much sleep. So like that was a tough one for like a quickie, I guess. Like it wasn't really, yeah. I, for something still yeah. in theaters. Especially because there's just so little footage released of that film. Because everything's a spoiler. And so there was a lot of, uh, like Demo did a great job making a lot of the uh, animations and stuff. That really helped mm. <laughs> describe what I was talking about with no yeah, footage available. Funny. It was just one mm. of those. It's like a 20 minute long video too.
1: I will watch it.
2: Kill. Okay, let's do this one from Certified Hype Beast. Have you ever seen a movie so bad you shut it off part way in? If so, what movie? I chose this one for a specific reason. Because um, I I've been trying to sit through that movie The Lorax. It's the only Illumination film I haven't seen. Ooh. And I think it might be the bad worst enough. one. I think it might be the worst one.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: It's so yep. insulting. It's like it's got the worst structure of like an animated film like that I think I've ever seen. It's so insulting.
1: That and minions. That and minions are the worst.
2: I think it's worse well, than they, minions.
1: You think so? I don't know.
2: I, I think it might be. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it has that slimy
1: Well, the Lorax story is like a very anti consumerism and you know yeah. Save Nature and and then the movie, like the marketing of it and the product items are so totally the opposite. It's like diaper ads and car commercials. Yeah. And That's it. funny. Illumination it,
2: it, as a, Illumination as a company is is the villain in the movie. It's hilarious. Like, <laughs> yeah, they are. What <laughs>
1: it's like Disney with the Empire in Star Wars. Like, they are the yeah. Empire.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: it's so funny.
0: Yeah, it's happened a few times. I would say it happens a lot with me, but not necessarily because a film is, like, so bad that I couldn't handle watching the rest of it, but because when I'm doing stuff like my yearly list videos, like, I have so much shit to watch through, that i got to be selective and... If something yeah. is, like, I've given it, like, 40 minutes or, like, I'm halfway through it, I'm like, well, no matter what happens, this isn't going to be on the list, so, and then I'll just skip through the rest of it and be like, oh, okay, that's the gist of what happened at the end. Yeah, that that happens quite often just because of how much content I need to go through to be able to find stuff for yeah, my list videos. Yeah, that's fair. I tried re-watching, uh, the, uh the The Condemned with uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin just as, like, a... Yeah. Uh, like oh yeah, I watched this movie when I was younger, but I don't remember anything about it. And it's like 2007 anyway, so I was like, okay, maybe it'll be a guilty pleasure or something. Started watching it. Holy crap! Could not make it very far. So bad, so bad. <laughs> like th- some of the- some of the clunkiest uh, camera work ever. Like everything's shaky camera. It doesn't need to be. And it's like it's not like just like, oh yeah, they they didn't use uh, stationary camera techniques and so it's just shaky by default. They literally, like, the, the cameraman was having a fucking field day, just like j- shaking around <laughs> as much as possible when things that are happening are not even like that intense at all. It's like they're trying to create the illusion of action by just shaking the camera as much as possible. It was so boring and I I didn't make it very far. That's one.
1: <laughs> I've shut off a lot of movies.
0: Nothing springing <laughs> On Netflix
1: it happens all the time. Netflix, it happens a lot. That's
2: true, yeah.
0: Because
1: you're like encouraged to do it. You're like, oh, this sucks, and then you flip off after ten minutes. Mm-hmm. I did that to bring it on recently. Nice. I shut it off like halfway through the first <laughs> Bring It On movie. Like it wasn't as good as the later ones. Like the Bring It On four, five, and six are much better.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's such a fun- that's such a funny sentence.
1: I'm I'm serious. <laughs> You should watch Bring It On 6 worldwide, uh, hashtag Cheersmacked. I'm good. That's the name of the movie. I'm good, Ralph. <laughs> it's hilarious. There's like an anonymous hacker <laughs> dance group, like they're anonymous themes, you know? And they hack oh, right, it to their cheer yeah, yeah. competition at the beginning. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> this is totally not related to the question, but anyway, that's that's my answer.
2: <laughs> I have one more short one that sure. I would be good to end on. Cool. From Jazzyboy327, who says, Would you guys ever let a guest or the fans of the show recommend a film? I've seen lots of people asking about this. The fans want to do, like, like one episode where they recommend a film.
0: We could try it out, I think. I don't know when. Yeah, we've talked about it before.
1: but
2: Yeah, I don't know how we'd quite do it, but I think yeah, we'd like, be a one-off, to maybe.
0: We'll figure <laughs> it out.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll work out a date. And then you guys, you, uh... Yeah, you recommend something for us. Yeah, I just don't want it to be something stupid, you know.
2: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) there needs to be some,
0: some (laughs) something that like
1: everyone's seen. Yeah. Well, that's the problem
0: is like if it's decided by Reddit upvotes, (laughs) then people are gonna upvote the shit they've seen, and if there's like a really great recommendation, you know, but nobody's seen it, then nobody's gonna upvote it.
1: Yeah,
2: we can
0: try. Being said,
1: I think the people on our Reddit are are smart enough to like make it work, you know.
2: Yeah, I've like, just seen a lot of people fuck it ask yeah, that idea. Yeah, I've
1: seen it too. I think it's a good idea. Okay. So we should do it at some point.
2: Yeah. Well, there you go. Those are some good there questions.
0: Go. We did it, everybody. We survived. We did it. Good job, everybody. We did it. <laughs> thank you. Uh, Woo! Thank, uh, wait. We got a recommendation first. I was about to say thank yeah, you for right. listening. Is it me?
2: Yeah. It's me, right? Yes, it is. Okay, so I'm hoping it will be a contrast to the the Star Wars prequels. It's a movie I'm pretty sure none of us have seen called Eyes Without a Face. It's a horror movie from 1960 that's supposed to be very good. I've heard Ooh. very good things about it. It's not very long. It looks short and sweet. It looks creepy, and I'm excited to see what it's like.
0: Okay. Very nice. Let me look this up real quick. That's
2: Eyes Without a Face.
0: I have actually seen
1: some of this movie in movie class film oh really? Classes. It yeah, look right. like scenes though <laughs> not, not the whole thing yeah it looks cool yeah this okay, is like cool. a, an iconic movie so yeah it's, nice. a, good, it's a good choice nice <laughs> nice nice choice.
0: I'm just shocked yeah. that something was recommended that wasn't already on my watch list damn I did it Ooh. wow hooray yes. <laughs> okay alright excited thank you very much everybody for listening to this episode yeah. of Sardana Uh yeah. if you want to support the show a month. Sardonicast.com. Sign up for premium. You'll get these episodes early. Also, patreon.com slash sardonicast will get you the same thing. We also have merch. The merch link is working. We did it, boys. Cool. (laughs) That's
1: everything. We did it. it. Yay.
0: Woo. The the, the Star Wars.
1: Now, this is where the fun begins.
0: (laughs) Oh,
2: dear. We did a
0: poopy. Yeah, I
3: just. Uh... <laughs> <stepping a> poopy.
0: <laughs> yep. so I, I don't need to watch any of them again. That's for sure. Ugh. I guess <sighs> I'll watch. You should episode watch the, the making of the
1: Phantom Menace. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, it's that's It's like great. the documentary. It's so funny when mm-hmm. they screen Phantom Menace. Like the the reactions of everybody <laughs> when it's over. It's fucking hysterical. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> they all hate it. Oh really? Yeah. It's a part of. You can get it with like the Phantom Menace uh, Blu-ray. Okay, it's like well, on the disc. I
0: have that now, so yeah. maybe I'll cool. check it out.
1: Let's see if you could get it or watch it. It's funny. Okay.
0: <laughs> Thank you for he listening, wrote like everybody. On a
1: notepad. <laughs> yeah, <anyway. laughs> yeah. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Sorry. Bye. Bye.